Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Hell of an entrance theme for something with no lyrics. Nothing. Yeah, that's right. Very no 80s. No lyrics whatsoever. Very 80s in the beginning. There. Yeah. I didn't realize that. He is a very 80s wrestler, I would say. He seems like a very 80s, especially with his heel gimmick. A very 80s. I like it. I'm all for it. MJF, if you didn't know. Yes. Uh, 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 Sons of Slam. Oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Sons of Slam on your ears and your radio. Let's do this Sons of Slam show on a Friday. Man, weekend is here. I'm looking forward to nothing wrestling-wise. Maybe tonight with SmackDown. And then we have a pay-per-view coming up on a Thursday. Is it Alright, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on a Thursday. What time? It's like you know, like eleven o'clock or one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh man, some nonsense to take off work. (laughs) Oh, you think you know they put it on like on replay? I don't care. (laughs) I just have to take off of work. I have to watch this crappy pay per view. Yeah. Why? Because either that or I make fucking deliver pizza. You make money instead of watching shitty pay per views. This is true. This is true. I mean, I don't know. You do what you got to do. It is what it is. You know? My name is Chris Mindell. Reaper Joe Black sitting right next to me. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I had a hell of a hike up that hill that's uh, next to us over here. Okay. And boy, let me tell you, mm. are my arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> Makes absolutely no sense. Um, I'm glad you got your cardio in because, you know. Well, I already went to the gym beforehand. and uh, You didn't have to. Then I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have just parked all the way at the bottom <laughs> instead of halfway walked. up. I just walked up. I just walked right up. Yeah. Um, I, I I know we just recorded like five days ago, but feels like an ages ago. Uh, I, I have a very, you know since there was such few days in between last time we recorded and uh, now, there's still lots to talk about. And absolutely, um, I, I have a a blockbuster 
bomb take that nobody else probably agrees with that nobody's going to probably even care about but i'm going to save that for the first thing we're going to talk about which is uh takeover okay until we get to that though um the hall of fame for wrestlemania yes jump right into all this good stuff hall of fame for wrestlemania as reported obviously the big name is nwo yes going in hogan going in for a second time and batista uh batista let's say co-big names yes because you can't just like throw Batista on the wayside. Yeah. NWO is big, but Batista, Batista is also is, very big. He's up there, especially now with his resurgence in career. Um, acting career. Acting career, <laughs> yes. This is true. This is true. Um, so basically all of NWO, with the exception of Sean Waltman, is going in for a second time. Batista going in. He is going in for a second time. Who? X-Pac. He Ooh. just went in last year. With DX? He's actually going oh, back right. to back. That's right, DX. He's the only one to ever go back to back. Holy shit, I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. That's right. For you, Matt. <laughs> Porn star Sean Waltman is is uh, going in back to back. Um, It'd be funny if China went in this year, too. Yeah. <laughs> As what? As As just China. China. Oh, just China. Yeah. The eighth, ninth, tenth wonder of the world. Something like that. Well, she technically went in. Yeah, but like by herself. By herself. She, she deserves She deserves one by herself. Yes. Um, other names reported... But not announced. Uh, JBL, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Bella Twins, uh, rumored. What? These are almost pretty sure. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. That's a, that's another like uh, Tory Wilson name. Uh, I think they they did well. It just it, I, I don't know. Uh, we can get into a whole thing with that too. Jushin Thunder Liger, and uh, well deserved, and the British Bulldog. The British Bulldog I heard is not. I heard that I saw a rumor kill around that. I forgot exactly what it says, yeah. but I heard that one's not going. Okay. It might have the kibosh on it. Hmm. So that one's going to suck. Which I I, I don't I kind of don't under, I mean I understand not really Vince, but like if anything I see Vince having more of a trouble inducting Jushin. It and cuz he was the one he yeah. he actually worked an AEW show technically. Right. Cuz he was on one of those pay-per-views before dynamite yeah i mean i think it was one of those like one-time signing yeah exactly appearance things. like jeff cobb yes assuming he's not well, gonna I don't you know, know who knows it might be a long-term thing with him exactly um so that was i just wanted to point that out but, but my, my point being is that uh the article states that there's there might be another name that's coming out that might also be another second uh hall of famer ring but get, it has a give it a specific have they given a specific name? No, that's what I'm saying. No, there's there's rumor there's there's a rumor that there's another name that's going to come out. Yeah, other than the ones that have been uh, pretty much confirmed already. Um, second time, who do you think it's going to be? So second time names. Oh, I got to think about this. Right. I don't know. Because like Sean's got two, unless it, Hunter Hunter wouldn't do that. Hunter, they wouldn't give it to him. Hunter has one. Hunter has one, so it would be a second. Sean two. China. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we did talk about it. I mean, we, we just talked about it. it, it nation it, it, it. of domination with The Rock. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Well, The Rock's not even the first time. So that's The a, Rock isn't even in yeah, yet. Let's, let's take that off the table. Was Ron Simmons in? Let's do. No. No? No. So maybe they induct the APA, and that's how JBL becomes first time, and Ron Simmons becomes the second time. But Ron Simmons, is Ron Simmons in the first time? I thought he was. Ooh. I, yo, Ron Simmons. I would assume so. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up real quick. Oh, that's serious. <laughs> look that up while I, I I go on. Um, WWE's the bump on Twitter 
I don't know if you saw this. They posted a a a meme, a photo of it's it's titled Irish Wrestling Royalty. And in that the, this picture, and I will show you the picture. It's uh it's Fit Finley, Sheamus. I I saw it. Finn it's, Balor, Becky Lynch, and Jordan Devlin. And Jordan Devlin. And respect. Uh, right above it, this is retweeted by Killian Dane. It says, "Thanks, guys." <laughs> he he posted. Is he Irish? Thanks, guys. I thought he was Scottish. Yeah, he's Irish. Oh yeah. Oh, Nikki's Scottish. That's yeah. Yeah, Nikki's Scottish. Killian Dane's Irish. So he, he just well Scottish wrestling royalty. Yeah, I mean Drew McIntyre, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But just Killian, just completely getting left off the list there. Um, I mean, you haven't. Seen he was him. inducted into. Sorry, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame class of 2012. He was. Yes. Ron Simmons. So there's your APA. Could be. But wouldn't JBL just go in by himself? Yeah, JBL could go in by himself, absolutely. Right. I'm just throwing out, I'm just spitballing ideas. I got you. I'm also trying to think of uh, maybe Bret Hart. No. He's already two-time. Yeah. Never mind. Our foundation's already in. I'm trying to think who else could be. I don't know. There's so many. I mean, <laughs> there's so many that could be two-time Hall of Famers. There's uh, I'm still waiting for Owen Hart. Speaking of Hart Foundation, waiting for Owen Hart. That that's not gonna happen this year. They're not gonna have him in NWO at the same year. It, it's never gonna happen, is it? I I really want to know. I would never say never in, w, in WWE, but yeah, you never say never in WWE. But with close with to Vince, never as, as with Vince and Owen, I I think it's gonna be something where it won't happen while Vince is still breathing. Okay. I'm sure Triple H can take the reins on that and work that out because he's worked exactly. out with many other people like Bruno San Martino, like the Ultimate Warrior. Um, yeah, it, it's because Triple H is bringing Vince down, being like, "Hey, listen, this is. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the product lately, but it's you know what they call best for business, right? Right. <laughs> um, but I think see, I remember reports like when when Vince was like we sucked up his pride for that hot second and went to his to Owen's wife and Owen's wife put the kibosh on it. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, I mean, at some point. At that point, Vince is just like, fucking, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> it's only so much, so much I could do yeah. if, if that's the case. Um, Fool me once, shame on me. Ratings for the week, for the Wednesday. Yes. Both up for both shows, but uh, Dynamite's still taking the uh Undefeated the in 2020. There you go, that's right. Undefeated in NXT 2020. NXT with uh, 794,000 viewers, up uh, 4.8%, and Dynamite at 893,000, up 9.8% from last yeah. week. Um, both, and, and that's actually NXT coming off of the pay per view, which is kind of uh, exactly. I don't know. I thought it was going to be a little better than that. I thought they might uh, even show up on Dynamite, show up Dynamite, but I, I, I believe that this Cody storyline. Um, well, first of all, it, it as we said before, we say it again. The 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 names in AEW still out, outrank Dynamite. I mean, Dynamite outrank NXT, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still think that NXT is is as good, if not better, on some weeks. But this week, uh, I actually give it to AEW, and we'll get into all that good stuff. Agreed. Um, so the ratings uh, reflects that. Um, Jericho was uh, interviewed, and he was talking about his his last days in WWE, and he mm-hmm. had a program. Uh, I'm sure we remember all this. I uh, just found it fascinating that Jericho and Owens had a, a program where Owens was a champion and they were going to fight at WrestleMania for the championship. Yep. And I don't know if you remember that match with Owens and Goldberg, but uh, so let Lesnar put over Goldberg um, in that squash match. Mm-hmm. And according to 
uh, Jericho, Lesnar agreed to do that only if he can get the belt off of Goldberg, which mm. ended up happening. Yeah. Um, Best so, for business, right? So, so <laughs> I guess so. Goldberg, in turn, squashed Owens in that match, won, won the belt from him. Mm. Um, and that's how they had, Lesnar and Goldberg had their match. But then the, no pun intended, the coup de grace was that mm. Jericho and Owens ended up not only going from the championship match all the way down the card, but they ended up on the second match of the card of that, of that mania. And he took it as a slap in the face, which he should have. Uh, he said it was an effing insult. And uh, he said it was about uh, three or four weeks later. Uh, let's see here. Three or four weeks later from from when he dropped the belt. wasn't even first. First match on the show at, at Mania is a very important match. Maybe even maybe event main event second only to the, the, the actual main event. Yes. But to put us on second is an insult. It doesn't matter even matter now what I did. We had the best storyline of the year, but it doesn't matter. It's still not going to get me higher on the card to be second on, on the card at WrestleMania. I need to leave. That is how you know. When the time comes, when you're put in that spot as an insult, insult to their, ins, I can't even speak, insult, insult to their intelligence. That's it, it, not the word, but I can't. okay. Uh, yeah, that's basically what he says. Then I went through this <laughs> whole thing when I went on tour with Fozzie and had the Tokyo Dome match against Kenny Omega. This whole new world of creativity opened up, and this whole new star power for Chris Jericho. And we drew a lot of money for New Japan at that Dome show, and that was how the road to AEW started. Yeah, just how things like it's weird how things. Uh, Starts and the. Uh, I mean, that's not how the road AEW started, but that was that his road. A, uh, how his road to AEW started? It, it, oh, his road. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I said that, like in the whole aspect of AEW, that one point I say would be like uh, putting it into hyperdrive. Mm-hmm. I've just been on a real big Star Wars. Game right. lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the analogy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually. <laughs> Yes. Crazy segue right now. Speaking of Star Wars, okay. uh, Sasha Banks was just cast for a role in The Mandalorian Season 2. Really? Yeah, that happened this week. Is she going to be masked? Is like one of those kind of like masked appearances, or is she going to be actually on, on screen? No, I hope she's on screen. Yeah. I mean, I mean she's on screen, but I'm saying like, blue hair. like you see like all these actors like in the other Star Wars 7, 8, 9 episodes where like uh, Jude Law was, was a stormtrooper and... Yeah, you know, like, uh, I want to see exactly. Sasha Banks' like face. It's like, like how Aaron Rodgers was in the last season of Game of Thrones. Right, he was exactly. just like one of the people in the crowd. Right, Ed Sheeran was in that too, and he's just like in the background. But he had a good enough. Like you could see you it. Could see who it was? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like you knew when that that fucking dumb red hair came on the screen. Oh, they, <laughs> oh there he is. That's that guy. He's got a great voice somehow. There he is. Um, speaking of uh, AEW again, um, there's a new podcast other than ours. I don't know why you listen to anything else, but AEW Unrestricted, which I. I actually liked it's 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 uh i don't know if you if you heard any of it that's the one with uh shivani and uh Siobhan and aubrey edwards yeah and girl hebner she, yeah girl hebner and she's actually really good yeah <laughs> and she has a, a really good like like speaking voice for for radio and podcast so she was they were interviewing for the first uh, episode dean ambrose and uh, uh, uh john moxley thank you and uh but there was a lot of WWF talk. Like it was, he was going on about how he was his start into WWF and how he wasn't it wasn't really so much Hogan when he first started watching. Are you talking was, about Shivani? I'm talking about Moxley. Moxley. Mo- they were interviewing Moxley, and Moxley said he was his start about into wrestling. Oh, like how he became like a he fan. Became a fan was okay. not so much. He was he was said he was born in in the mid '80s, so he missed the Hogan yeah. era. But he got into Bret Hart. He got in that, okay. and then you know, everything after that, Stone Cold, and all that stuff. He said, but then he gets into his his last 
like this, this whole thing, this whole uh, chain of thought, like Jericho's last time, uh, last moment of WWE, like knowing. Mm-hmm. And so he, and Moxley had his epiphany also, and his rock bottom moment also came. Um, he had a match with The Miz, and this is on June 12th, 2017. And he had to, uh, there was a bunch of uh, characters outside the ring, and he dressed up as a bear. And uh, <laughs> he said, uh, uh, hit rock bottom in WWE on that episode when he had, had a feud with The Miz and he dressed up as a bear and attacked The Miz. He said, quote, I remember one time standing in the ring in a bear suit for some reason and I can't explain to you why. I DDT'd The Miz and took off my bear hat. You get the Pavlovian response of, yeah, it's it's Moxley. It's, it's, it's Ambrose. But I remember thinking, this is so stupid. This is not funny or entertaining. I remember standing in the ring thinking, I've hit rock bottom. I'm just done. This sucks. Whatever I become in this bear suit, I had many moments like that. Uh, yeah. Damn, and it wasn't even for the rosebuds. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Shitty. He was, and his, he went on to say, basically, in paraphrasing that he was afraid that uh, if he were to leave WWE, that everybody outside of WWE would not have the respect for him. Like if he went to Ring of Honor, if he went to New Japan, it, it would just uh, it wouldn't be the same. And he was dead wrong. <laughs> as, uh, Hell yeah. As we come to find out, absolutely wrong. But uh, yeah. That's my stuff. What you got? Um, I got a quick question. I had uh, my buddy, I guess, quote unquote, submit this to me. Sure. Shout out, Al. How you doing? Yeah. So visualize this. Okay. A stadium full of fans wearing augmented reality glasses, meaning the wrestling still includes normal wrestling, including extra visuals. Like explosions in the ring? Exactly. Like <laughs> okay. <laughs> Picture, uh, I actually just saw this clip recently. Do you rem- uh, remember when Undertaker was battling X-Pac and then Kane came out and he just gave that little flick of, of fire? He just threw like a little fireball at him? Mm-hmm. So picture that, but on like a Avengers scale. Right. So I told him, just ask me a question. What is your question? Right. He said, okay. <laughs> Would you pay to see live action fighting with visual effects on TV or an audience with augmented glasses? Hmm. I would think if they did that in in house. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I think it would look stupid it, on TV. If you if you think about it, I think it would look stupid. It's basically just like a bunch of like wrestlers. First off, it would be way easier to perform on TV. No, I, no, it'd be way easier to do on TV, right? As opposed to giving you know ten to fifteen thousand people, uh, you know, glasses to kind yeah. of get the the full effect. It would look stupid on TV. Like the whole idea of wrestling is to have some sort of reality to it, even though we know it's scripted. But mm-hmm. if you had it in the arena, I think you could do it for like say a match. It can't you can't do it for the entire entire night. But then the people at home would be missing out. So I guess that also would draw people in like I have to experience this. I have to go to actually see this live. But how can you not how could you not I'm trying to play devil's advocate because I I agree with you. I did not like it whatsoever. Okay. (laughs) It just looks like if I if I had it on TV it would be like if I had like a it'd be more anime. uh, Right. I was trying to explain to him you would have to Yes. You'd have to have more actors than you do athletes. And regardless of what people think, even though they are acting Mm -hmm. these wrestlers are performing a a sport of sorts Mm -hmm. 
It is a sport. You need to be athletic. Yes. There aren't any more Andre the Giants. There, you're not going to get a big, big dude like that. There's no uh, Big Daddy V. There's no fucking uh, uh, Vader. You know, there's there's no big, big guys anymore. Right. Otis excluded, obviously, hashtag Thick Boy Nation. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> but I, I was just trying to somewhat grasp the concept of having to, first off, I told them that would not work at all. It would cost millions of dollars to try to get a stadium full of 50,000 people yeah. to watch WrestleMania and have them all wearing, all wearing those augmented reality. Because he was like, make sure you say augmented, not right. virtual, augmented. Now, what I was like, I, okay. Yes, that's fine. Which, okay, the clarification made. I get it. And the only reason I get it is because of that one clip I saw with, with Kane. Because mm. I'm like, okay, I, I see how it could work. I see how people would like it. I really don't think it's for me unless I like I, I could be swayed. I'm a very easy I'm very easy to uh persuade into things. And while you're while you're talking about this, I'm thinking of the one instance like first of all, what happens when you're working the, that board, you're working that the special effects and you have to be so on point with time. Yeah. Like you don't know I know it's, and you have I know it's to, scripted as far as backstage. You have to link the feeds between the television and the augmented reality glasses that are in the arena, the stadium, the hall, whatever. Right. It has to. Right. It all has to be like on point, like down to the like the punch and the kick. But what happens when? And it will happen every single time. And then you're, you're this whole idea is going to go out the window. What happens when you have something going on? Like let's oh let's say Hogan and Ultimate Warrior at in WCW, and you're supposed to have a fireball that's supposed to go off in the guy's face, and it goes off in your hand because Hogan doesn't know how to work it, and then you have the warrior fake it as if it went in his face. What happens in those situations, and what do you do? I'm not saying there's room for there. there I'm not saying there's no room for error. No, it's, it's, it's going to be there's 90, extreme. There is extreme for error. room for error unless it's you have all, all the. Because see, then that it would just go into people getting signed to WWE to go to the performance center to learn how to basically act live on Broadway. Okay, we're, we're already done. <laughs> right? We're, we're already done with this. Right. So, <laughs> Al, that was it. I'm glad. Conversation's over. I'm glad it's not going to work out. We know you don't like wrestling. Yeah. I'm okay with that. You're still my best friend. Yeah. Whatever. Right. But this shit's not going to work it's out. It's definitely not going to work out. There's way too many variables. And whenever <laughs> me and Steve talk to you next, we're definitely going to go more into it to yeah. try to get it around your thick skull. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just give him give him the scenario that happened at in WCW when Hogan tried to, to to have the Flint paper go off in Warrior's face. It didn't go off; it went off in his hand, and Warrior tried to fake it. It was just the, one of the worst spots in the history of wrestling. You're gonna have that more often than not. Yeah. you're gonna have a 95 percent. Uh, margin for error <laughs> as far as everything's gonna be for error i mean again it's a spot is botched we see it all the time in wrestling things happen where someone doesn't flip in the right way someone doesn't get kicked uh you know it just happens so it's just way too much it's way too much. I, I i appreciate the idea i understand oh no i appreciate the idea but it's essentially taking wrestling and making it into live action anime yes which i'm not for do that in uh, new japan don't do that over here no like anime over there they do, but still. <laughs> I feel like people go to watch wrestling matches to somewhat get away from anime. From one from one Yeah, for one script of thing to another script of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. You. I got you. Um let's make, let's get into the beginning of this week with wrestling. And uh here's I'm gonna start everything off with the this hot take that I'm gonna say and agree or disagree. I'm half of the show. I don't give a shit. Stop so, beating around the bush and get to the fucking point. I am going to say 
that as a newbie, I'm still considering myself a newbie with NXT. I've been watching it for about a year now. I'm not. I haven't watched all the takeovers. I'm trying to go back into the catalog and WWE Network as far as all the takeovers go. But from what I've seen, and I, I hate doing absolutes. Like this is the best ever. This is the worst ever. But with that being said, I thought that War Games was in my. I'll say War Games was in my top ten of best pay per views I've seen ever, mm-hmm. ever. I'm now going to say that. Yes, take over Portland. I agree. Top five ever. Really? Yeah. Top five pay per views I've ever seen. I've ever seen. It was so good that I I just said to you, I wanted to see it before we recorded. I I watched it once. I try to watch it again. I got halfway through. Um, the spots in 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 it, it was this was spot fest. Here's a hot take. I thought this was better than War Games. Oh, and so did I. Okay, so did I. No, absolutely. But I'm saying overall, if, of any pay-per-view that I've ever seen in my life, this, and this includes like the Daniel Bryan uh, mania, this includes Hogan and, and Giant, this WrestleMania includes three, three. Yep. this includes Macho Man and Hogan, this includes, um, trying to go back, uh, the, the, the Hogan, the, uh, the Rock and Austin uh, feuds that they had, and the, there was, of the three, some, some were good, most were bad. Um, this, was, this was definitely up there. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I know there was a lot of I spots. Said, I said this to Steve, and I that might have been the greatest pay per view I've ever seen. Wow. Okay. So you just oh, just you just, just, I, <laughs> you just me. I'm 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 a little. I don't want to be absolute because I'm sure we can compare and contrast different things and angles and here there I and think, everything. But yes, I haven't watched many pay per views okay. in my lifetime, mm-hmm. except in the past ten years. Okay. That was one of the best. Could possibly be the best pay per view I've ever seen, top to bottom. That and that's like what I think top to bottom, top top to bottom. Like because every match delivered, every match was a banger, and it just got better and better. Yeah, exactly. And the the irony in in this whole lineup of pay per views uh, of the of the pay per view was that you started off with such a banger in Lee and Dijakovic, and then honest, and I'm just gonna be honest. I really thought that Knox and and Kai would be good. And I think it was going to be as good as it was. Yeah. And again, every single one, we'll, we'll get through through each one. If I had to give like a, a downside to a match, it was probably like the one downside of, of a match in this card was probably uh, maybe Ripley and, and Belair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even that was really good. I know. And the only reason Which is why, ridiculous. The only reason why I say that is because you knew. You obviously knew that Ripley was going to win because of the whole Charlotte angle. Exactly. But, which is also why... That Bel Air basically controlled the entire narrative of the match because you had to put her over, but at the same time she's going to lose. You knew she was going to lose, so you had to put her over, and it, they did such a good job in putting her over and continuing on NXT Wednesday the storyline of of Bel Air and Charlotte. So even if you knew what what again why I put that so as far as the bottom of the card, it wasn't the bottom of the card on any other. Like the NXT Wednesday, any other pay per view would probably be the best match of the night. But because yep. every single other match on this card was so good, it just kind of it, it dwindled because of of the the assumption of the end of the result. It was so good. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> it was Keith Lee. It, here's two absolutes I knew going into Takeover Portland. Yes, Keith Lee and Rhea Ripley were going to walk out with their championships. Correct. I knew that just because Keith Lee was on such a a, a meteoric rise. That there was no way they were going to strip him of the title. Like right. they were, they weren't going to take the title away from him. 
Ripley, we knew was we're we're heading into a program with her and Charlotte at Mania. Right. So those are the two things I knew. Now that being said, I would say those are the two. It sucks to say this, but those are the two worst matches of the night. Yeah. Even though they were fucking incredible, they were absolutely great matches. But to go up against Dakota Kai and, and Tegan Knox and Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, all all of those other other four matches. You don't really, really know who's going to win. Going into that, you're like, well, this person could take it. This person could take it. You don't know. Right, right. So that's why I thought that those other matches were so much better. Yeah. It's because they were like every pinfall you were like, ah, ah, ah. It's like, ah, shit. I mean, even, even, yes, you're right. You're right. But there was one point in the the Lee Dijakovic match where it's like towards the end, like he, he power bombed him. Dijakovic got up, held his held his neck, and was like doing like a Hulk like Hulk up thing. And he did he did another move on Lee, where I really thought that that was going to be the end of it. And and I, I at one point I thought Dominic was going to take it, and mm-hmm. he didn't. And so I I agree in that because because of the assumed outcome, it took a little way a little bit away from the match. Yeah. But with that being said, it, they made up for it with the action in the match, and so. Yeah, man. I just you get into the same. Uh, my my takeaways from the first match. So so Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic, um, out of the gate, you had Dom. You had uh, Keith Lee, like two minutes into the match, do a hurricanrana. This the guy's like three hundred and some odd pounds. I also uh, Stephen had pointed this out to me, and I would tend to agree with him. Mm-hmm. He looked a little heavier in that match. Okay, I said I would say he was running a little slower than normal. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it just looked, he had a little bit of extra, like his breathing was a little heavier. It looked like he was running around with a little excess, okay, excess weight on him. Okay. I don't know why, but it just it, it it still delivered. Yeah, which is incredible. That I mean, that's that's again the entire card was just spot fest twenty uh, twenty. But Keith Lee with that hurricane Camarada, Dominic uh, with the <laughs> off the top of the uh, top rope. They had the whole thing outside uh, of the uh, the ring where he was in the chair, Dominic was, and Lee just <laughs> does the shush and then he does a slap on his chest, Jeez. and then Lee somehow gets in the chair and then he still <laughs> he still slaps Dijakovic, yeah. and then he does that corkscrew moonsault off the top rope onto the chair. That thing was nuts. Holy I shit. thought <laughs> as soon as he did that. I kind of cringed a little bit, mm-hmm. and I was looking back at the replay, and I was like, I hope he didn't hit his fucking head right on, on the, corner the corner of, the of that table. announce table. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as I saw he didn't hit the corner, I was like, I hope Keith Lee uh, caught him in time where he didn't <laughs> bash his head on the ground. Yeah, it was it was close. I mean, it wasn't like it was the timing on that was perfect. Meanwhile, talking about uh, augmented reality, what what do you do in that part? <laughs> Wait, you're, you're doing a flip, and then the guy hit, like bashes his head. Like how many how many points do you do? Do you do, you hit, do this point that you hit his head, and then you do the kick on Lee's face? Like how how do you work that out? Where yeah, like if he botched the spot. Also, quick question: In this augmented reality, do we have like explosions every time someone gets slammed to the ground? Like yes. a like a Batman, pow! Yes, yes, because then it covers it covers the, if you if they miss a kick, like if it's off by, and like, that's how they do it. If they miss, if they botch something, they just get a like a they just cover it up with bang, a, it's like zing. It you know work. what I'm saying? It won't work. Um, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> um, there was yeah, all that good stuff. The the av- avalanche. Uh, they call it the avalanche feast your eyes. He did that thing off the top rope. He did the feast your eyes off the top rope, and he still kicked out. Um. 
And I can also give a shout out to uh, tomorrow for the ironic pop smoke reference uh, that he had uh, uh, three days before he died. <laughs> Just like, right. oh shit! Yeah, I don't know if anybody picked. No, nobody said that online. As far as I mean, it's always it's it was after. Uh, the what fact. did he say? He said, um, I, I got to go back. But he, he mentioned pop smoke on uh, on the the pay per view Sunday, and then and then he's probably popped. something like up in smoke. Like pop. I gotta, I'll look it up. But uh. Yo, that's nuts. Yeah. If yeah. he actually made, I didn't even, I, I, I did not, I'll, I'll be honest with you, uh, I could have heard a Pop Smoke song, I, I really don't, uh, rest in peace to him, I've never. I, I, I've never heard a Pop Smoke song, but it, apparently people liked him, people liked him a lot. Never heard of him. Why don't you type in Mauro Ranallo? Uh <laughs> First thing that comes up, who was Pop Smoke dead? Um, Ooh. Was it a hit job? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, let's see here. There's nothing. No, not from 2020. No. It, he, he definitely mentioned. He said he, it was him and another another uh, rapper that he mentioned in, in the reference. I love how the top-related search says Mauro Ronaldo hair. Hair. That's, that's One of the best hairs in the game. Let's click that right there. Well, then they show a picture of him bald. <laughs> 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 they show a picture of him bald. Go figure. Oh, shit. I did not know he was from Canada. Look at that. He's 50 years old. December 21st, Yo, 1960. Let me tell you something. That the, is a hell of a broadcaster. The best of the Because best the number game. one thing best about broadcasting is game. that you just drop your accent from wherever you're from. There you go. Yeah, that's right. And he fucking did. Because let me tell you, he's from Canada? We're in Canada. Well, they don't all have like the A's going on. Like, Come uh, on. NXT, eh? They don't like yeah. <laughs> All oh, right, we're back at no, NXT. They don't, they don't all talk. <laughs> they don't all talk like that. Um, <laughs> like Jericho, Jericho still it still creeps out every once in a while. And, and him, yes, but like Kenny Omega, no. Yeah, but but why is it Jericho? He was born in Manhasset. <laughs> okay, that's very, it's very weird. It is very weird. Um, moving on, and then, oh, and then the show of respect with the two of them and uh, with Leon Zajakovic at the end. I, I, that was uh, ten out of ten with that match, and then if I, <laughs> like I said, I, Knox and Kai um, going at it with the street fight, man. And again, I did not expect anything. I apologize to them for not expecting the best out of the two of them, especially not even so much Kai, but it's Knox. Like Knox just like through whatever uh, wrestling uh, attribute she uh, she has and her her move set. And just went at it <laughs> in this shit, and just like yeah. just like oh yo screw this. And the my my favorite spot of the night was uh, that bump that she took off the table. Well, that too. That, that was that was that one. That looked nasty. It was actually it was so so. My that could have fucked up her neck bad. Kai picked up Knox, put her on the on the apron, took the lid, the garbage lid, and smashed her in the oh, face. Oh, and then all the fucking pieces the went piece everywhere. Of the metal of the of the lid went everywhere. I was like. <laughs> That's <laughs> like oh shit. We're just assuming that's like dried spray paint, right? I would say so. Yeah, yeah, they just, yeah. yeah. But even so, the sound of that thing the made sound, on the sound, and then like you just see the little dust particles fly yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and, and you're like, uh, wow. Beth Phoenix made made point a point of that, but just, she shattered it. She, she shattered the trash can <laughs> lid on top of her head. She did a DDT like uh, when in the beginning of the match. She did a Knox uh, did a DDT on Kai on the um, on the guardrail that was on the floor. Um, it was just a whole bunch of spots in this thing that were just just amazing. And then you get to the end of the match, and uh, Knox sets up the table with with Kai on it. And who comes out of nowhere but Raquel Gonzalez? 
I was just reading a little bit. I did yeah. not know that uh, uh, Tegan Knox was Welsh. Yeah. Hmm. Welsh born, grew up in Australia, I guess. I don't. I think she's an Aussie. Is she? I think so. Talk about Dakota Kai. No, I'm talking about Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. Not no, okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Let's just look. Tegan Knox. I think I spelled her name wrong. I did. No. Um, Tegan Knox is a Welsh professional wrestler. Burr, burr, burr. And uh, yes. Wow, that is a crazy way to spell Stephanie from Wales. Yes. Stephanie with two Fs. But did she like Rhiannon Newell? Oh. Tegan Knox. <laughs> I don't know who you got that from, but sure. Tegan Knox, born in Bargoed, Wales. She's 25 years of age, and she's hot as hell. Um, true. This is very true. Whereas, what did I say? Dakota. Dakota Kai. She's definitely Australian. New Zealand. Jesus Christ. I'm in All right, let's just, just go back. Way off, it, dude. Holy shit. Did they both compete in Australia? At Auckland, least? New Zealand. Ah, New Zealand and Australia. Independent. in Sydney. <laughs> that, that still doesn't prove your point. And she's from Australia. She's not from Australia. No, I know, but I know. Oh, fuck me. Whatever. <laughs> um, Regardless, that bump that Knox took, the Welsh bump, and uh, that the, thing was bad. Raquel botched that. She botched it bad, yes. She yeah. botched it bad. I mean, she didn't. She couldn't get her up high enough to get her into the middle of the table so it could break. Which she she looks like she's built like a fucking brick shithouse. You, you think she would toss her, but yeah. not so much. <laughs> Maybe Apparently was, not. It was the angle that she was at because she was reaching higher than she she had to look, reach up to get Knox. I, I, I don't know. I'm trying. I don't. I'm not trying to like justify what she did. Was trying how to she figure did it. it out more. Yes, it uh, hit the corner of the table and uh, it looked painful <laughs> it looked Very. painful it looked botched um but it, it it wasn't so botched that it didn't help the storyline progress forward and uh as far, as far as gonzalez's domination of Knox, and so now it's it's kai and, and gonzalez um yeah, being being this team here uh moving on to johnny gargano it just says loser, loser Johnny Gargano. <laughs> uh, ultimately, though, and we'll get to his his winning ways later on. Um, Johnny Gargano and the Prince. Yeah, the Prince of Darkness. This was holy shit with the match. <laughs> this was a fucking ridiculous match, uh, and most of it, most of the the the, the um, insane spots on the outside of the ring, especially at the end of the match when he he. Gargano had a couple of, of drop kicks to uh, to Finn Balor on the on the guardrail, but then he had, then he t- uh, Finn Balor turns around and has Gargano on the guardrail and runs over the announce tables and drop kicks him into the the guardrail. Yeah, he's a s- s- savage, <laughs> s- 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 savage. <laughs> yes, I just it, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it, 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 I, I'm speechless. <laughs> I know this is hard to might be comprehend, but I am speechless. Might be this, first. Um, this could be match of the year. That was that was up. Yeah, that was, I was at the beginning of the night. I'm not gonna lie. I was thinking it was gonna be Keith Lee and, and Dijakovic, but this one could definitely go for match of the year it, it in started, all of WWE. Started off slow and then yeah, it built up. Man, that's how that's how a good match goes. You start off slow, you build up, and you go you just go back and forth with it. And there's there's points where you think Johnny's gonna take it, and you just got that. <laughs> he just got pushed down by Finn Balor, man. It was just, it was, it was something else. So, Gargano takes a loss here, but like I said, it, he he makes every turn later on. Uh, 
as we discussed before, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair uh, for the NXT Women's Championship. And <laughs> the one spot that – I'm just going over spots that I can remember that were the highlight for each match. The spot that I, I loved here was that Rhea Ripley was on the top rope and she slaps Belair. And the the overdramatic look on Belair's face when she grabbed her face and then goes back to smack Ripley in the face. And they go back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Till Belair takes her hair and whips the shit <laughs> out of Ripley on the top rope Ooh. in her stomach. And you just heard that reverberate throughout the entire arena. And it was just something that it was just, it was it was such a spot. It was so good. I went back a couple times and watched. Yo, it. listen, two best whippers in uh, history: Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. Bianca, Bianca Belair. Yes, <laughs> and that's <laughs> and that is naturally not naturally her hair. And so, yeah, man, it was just something that I, I'm waiting for someone to pull yank on their her hair and just like it's it gets taken out like the weave and like a weave. Yes, yeah. yeah. Ouch. And she's just left with her like short Yeesh. short hair. <laughs> I wonder how much of it is actually her hair. Oh man, I would say some of it is. I'd say a, a lot of it is. Yes, a lot of it is. But I don't th- like. I would say her hair stops at at the at the center of her back. You should tweet her and see what she says. No, I'm scared. Wow. Okay. Uh, she is. Scared. Dude, she she could probably bench press me. I would, I, well, like, I wouldn't say easily, but I was going to say not easily, but uh, I like to actually see that. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> in more ways than one. Um, Whoa. Hello, Ripley. For you, for you, not for me, for your sake. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I also want. I also don't want the smoke. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. You <laughs> will definitely give me the smoke. Get off my woman. Um, Ripley takes the win, and then Charlotte coming out of nowhere. Well, not we said that last week. That she, uh, out of nowhere. Nowhere. I called it. Well, she was there. We saw the picture. I called it. She that she posted on the Insta. On the Instas. Which is kind of stupid. I, I can't believe that WWE allowed that because it kind of took away from the moment because you knew it was gonna not happen. really. But you knew it was going to happen. I did, but I'm a very, I have a very investigative mind. Okay. I don't think a lot of people knew. I told Steve. Uh, I told Steve right before because he hadn't listened to the show. Yeah. Because we had, you know, I'm pretty sure essentially I recorded, went home, I took a nap, and then I went right to Steve to watch fucking TakeOver. Right. But I told him, like I told him, I was like, yo, listen, Charlotte's going to show up. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. He's like, how do you know? I was like, look at this Instagram post. And she's like, all right, yeah, yeah, you're probably right about that one. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I fucking know I am. <laughs> I, know I, am. <laughs> I was just, I, yeah, see, that's the only thing about social media now, man, is it kind of takes away from, from moments like that. If, if, she didn't have, if she didn't post that photo, if nobody told anybody that she was in Portland, it would have been a little bigger spot, but, yeah. but, but an expected spot Agreed. either way. Um, but then she announced that she's uh, going to challenge Ripley for the title at, at WrestleMania. I'm so happy. Get on board. That's all I'm saying. Get on board because you, you, you have no idea about Rhea Ripley. If you have no idea about NXT, you don't know who this is and why she's going after NXT's championship. I really want to know what percentage of people are just watching Raw and SmackDown and not watching NXT at this point. Well, I mean, It's course, on cable because that was the whole thing about right. NXT in, in the past is that it wasn't on cable. People didn't. You know, look at the network as much. They were like, all right, NXT is just, you know, right. developmental, whatever. Right. It was FCW, NXT, and now it's whatever this is. But you uh, 100% agree, you got to get on board. You got to get on board. Because now this is the new. There are three brands to WCW. To, to WWE. <laughs> there are no brands to WCW. No, not anymore. They're dead. Uh, they, yeah, but there are three legitimate shows yeah. for WWE now. And you got them perfectly placed in in, in the week. Yeah, it, it's. I would have hoped that they they would have 
which they, they smartly did, and Vince kind of, I was shocked that Vince let the reins go on this, was that NXT took over, uh, no, no pun intended, uh, Survivor Series, and they won the night. And it was good for They kind of had to. They had to. You, you, you had no choice. It, SmackDown and Raw are already established. You don't need, we, we talked about it way back when to, uh, in November. You didn't need it as far as the two of them uh, winning. Um, you needed NXT to, to take, take the night. And they Absolutely. did. And they did. And uh, The only thing that Vince is like, I don't care what NXT does. I need Roman to win that match. <laughs> <laughs> you can put over Keith Lee, which yeah. you did immensely. That was like his night. That was Keith Lee's night, even though Reigns won. That was Keith Lee's night. And uh, people yeah. people barely are going to remember Reigns winning. They're going to remember Reigns giving fucking respect to Keith, to Keith Lee. Lee. And they did. And, and now Keith Lee is... is one and and Keith Lee was was good then, but now that after that spot, he just just catapulted him. So Charlotte uh, is now taking on Ripley officially mm-hmm. at uh, the show shows, and then match of the night. Oh, oh, really? You're calling this the match of the night, huh? I fucking loved it. I loved every single second of this. The match. NXT Tag Team Championship: uh, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly versus the Brozowitz, and match of the night, huh? I'm a uh, I'm a big Matt Riddle fan. Okay, so am I. And I just I loved every set. the entrance, the whole gimmick with them trying to get the three of them to uh, to end, to take over Portland. Mm-hmm. All of it was was incredible. Um, also, I saw a riddle today that said, uh, <laughs> "I want to get this right." How many? McGriddles could Matt Riddle griddle if Matt Riddle could griddle McGriddles. <laughs> he is awesome. He is he's very funny. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm I'm glad that they they were able to put the two of them because we we uh, talked about this also in the past as far as these two, uh, these two like Io Shirai who haven't seen in a while um, in a couple weeks, uh, they finally put Bel Air in something reasonable as far as the storyline. These two were kind of just floating out there and doing nothing, and they're really good talents. And so now you had them win the classic, you have them win the belts. I think this is going to be short lived, though. I feel like this is one of those short lived, gimmicky things. Where I wanted to go longer together. than expected. It would be nice, but I think you're going to have between now and TakeOver Tampa, there's going to be some sort of breakup. Oh, and I think the, two of them uh, are going to go at it at TakeOver take Tampa. I would tend to agree. I just don't want it to happen. And I'm not saying I want it to happen, but I'm saying I don't see how these guys who aren't tag teams, notoriously, when you have guys that aren't tag teams go at it and win something like this, it's very short-lived. So you might have UE oh. win again for like the, the, was it the fourth time it'll be. Something like that. Um, yeah, fourth time. And so that will cause some sort of rift. I I it really is if you go back in time and in history and you see these these tag teams that get together uh for I think that's why I don't think that uh, like Murphy and and Rollins will be tag team uh, champs for long. Um I don't think they'll be champs for long, but I think he's going to still be in the group for a while. Oh no no, I think the group will still be intact, okay, yeah, but I think yeah, yeah. it somehow get off of them and then somehow it go AOP it should go to Street Profits. Well, that's a good one. I was going to say somehow get get off of them momentarily and then go out into AOP and then AOP will have a long run. Mm. But that's neither here nor there. I'm talking about this here. So <laughs> Riddle and Dunn uh, take the titles in a in, in I I could agree uh, match of the night mm. um, if it wasn't for freaking Balor and and yeah. Gargano. Um, yeah, I mean this was it was a very entertaining match. Uh, <laughs> fish and, and Riddle, man, I just every time, <laughs> every time with the with the fish line. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's good stuff. And I, I I like I said I like you said. I hope it goes long. I don't see it going long, 
but we shall see. Okay, hang on. Before we get on to the last match, please. Tonight, yes, I just had a thought in my head. You say it's not going to go till Tampa, like Tampa's where it's going to implode. It's either going to implode there or it's going to implode before that, until they who, have a match at at Takeover. Okay, so what if you stretch this all the way to them having a match with, let's say, Mustache Mountain at Tampa? Okay, and then Pete Dunn kind of does uh, well, Swerve. yeah, but what pretty much what the Undisputed Era did to him. Mm. He just turns after middle of the match and then aligns himself with his uh, British bruvs. I can see that. I would love for that to happen. That'd be cool. Also, because I want to see Trent and, and, and fucking Tyler Bate on NXT. On NXT. Move up. Yes. That yeah, See? That, there you I go. got it. I got you. They need to move up. I got you. I they got need you. to move up on that one. <laughs> I got you. Um, and then the, and then the uh, main events of the Knights... With uh, Tommaso Ciampa and your NXT champion. I love how, what is this, Bleacher Report? This is Bleacher Report, yes. I love how the first paragraph, the first sentence is phrased. You don't always have to win to end the night looking strong. Look, okay, that's his like. Like with uh, Dijakovic, Knox, and others, history will say Tommaso Ciampa was a loser, although we all know there is nuance to that. Mm. It was very diplomatically put. Yeah, really. <laughs> and I like it. Um very Switzerland type answer. It was it, it, I, this one. This one again. You, you had two 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 guys who I thought you you, you had mentioned as far as like you knew that Lee was going to win. You knew that Ripley was going to win. I didn't know who was going to win this. And we had talked. I about didn't last week. I had figured. I had assumed that there, that Cole was going to win because he would be the bigger name to go into like say a Mania match yeah. with with someone like Finn Balor. Unless Ciampa wins it and then uh, Cole gets it back somehow, somehow. at. Uh... Because if you have Balor's a two time, right? He's the only him and Joe are the only two times. Yes. Okay. So if you have, if you had Champa win this, just to go, you know, three weeks down the line, mm. and have Cole win, to then set up a, a match with Balor, as you know, who could be the first ever three time NXT champion. Right. That's what I would do. But then again. I think that's what they're going to do. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I think that's what, and I'm not in Stanford. But I think that's what they're going to do. I, I tend to agree with you. Um, so the the match was was good. I wouldn't call it the match of the night, but I, I did think that Champa had a chance actually of winning, and I didn't think that I didn't know who was going to take this uh, take this match. And then Gargano comes out. Yeah, Mister Arnold, as some people would call him, and uh, Benedict is the first. Oh, oh there goes. <laughs> so where are you going with that, man? He grabbed that belt. There was a belt. The belt was in the ring at one point. And Champa was going to go after it and attack Cole with it, and Gargano grabs the belt, and and I was I thought Johnny was going to let go. Yeah, I thought, I thought Johnny was going to let go. They both had a, and then each celebrate end of the belt, and then maybe turn hmm. in in the ring. Mm-hmm. They both had each end of the belts, and yeah, I thought Gargano was going to let go at some point, and because he, he was they were staring each other <laughs> in their eyes, they were staring each other down, and then Gargano grabs it and then clocks Champa in the face with it, and uh, Cole takes the win. And every you just see the the the, the stunned faces in the crowd. Just I, I should have seen the stunned faces on uh, yeah, at, at, at the house <laughs> on the couch. Yeah, um, yeah, shit was nuts. Not expecting that at all. And and now that sets up great swerve. Great swerve. You're setting up for takeover uh, Tampa. This is yep. this is how you do it. And so either Cole, 
Cole and Balor at, at Takeover. I think Cole and it's, Balor should it's be gonna a be, Mania match. It's going to be Cole and Balor at Takeover Tampa. See, I, I would put that at Mania. So you're going to have Cole wrestle two nights in a row? Or are you just going to have wait for that until Mania? I think Mania. I think you want to have you have Ripley as as Mania in the women's. You have to have Cole somehow men's. You know, let's be realistic. How many matches are going to be at WrestleMania this year? Well, how many matches were at Mania last year? It was it was way too much. You had a five hour show. Take off that stu- the stupid. Uh, I know you're going to have the pre show matches. You have one match there. How and long then, is the pre show? Two hours now. It was like two hours. Yeah, yeah. You can cut that in half. Cut easily. that shit down. <laughs> I understand for you know it sucks for people like you and me who are broadcasters somewhat. Mm. Uh, that takes away from people who have broadcasting opportunities. But mm-hmm. for the fans, mm-hmm. get rid of the first hour. <laughs> get rid of the first hour. We don't need to see that much of Sam Roberts. No. Okay. If if at all, I'm 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 sick of him. But yes, I love him. I know you do. I hate him. It's he's just hilarious. It's shit. I also remember when he was a little pipsqueak intern at Obi and Anthony. It was mm-hmm. fucking hilarious every time they used to shit on him. I wish it was more of that. Yeah. Bring back. Uh, he's a heel though. He is a heel. Go fucking figure. Goody two shoes, Sammy Roberts. Fucking heel Roberts now. <laughs> fucking nuts. Bring back what's his name? Uh, t- and, uh, uh, Rosenberg? Sh- no. No. I mean, uh, speak. Oh, Use your words. I, I can't. Use your words. Football kicker. Pat McAfee. Thank you. Bring back <laughs> McAfee to. Just fill in, the, fill in the blank for me, please. Bring back McAfee. It's a shit all over him. And yeah, we would crush at like uh, Mad Libs night at a yes. bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good at charades. You could be good. <laughs> we do well. Um, Two words. <laughs> Pat McAfee. Football kicker. Football kicker. Pat McAfee. Go. Gotcha. Let's go. That pay per view was the shit. One of the that was awesome. One of the best. Uh, yes, one of the we we agree. One of the best pay per views ever. 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 ever, ever. And that's saying a lot because there have been a lot of pay-per-views. <laughs> and some of the worst ever we've talked about. I have no problem yeah. talking about the worst to where we talk about uh, um, like The Fiend and, and Rollins. Yeah, I don't and, even remember uh, what pay-per-view that was. was yeah, Hell in the Cell. Uh, was it Hell in the Cell? Oh, yeah, it was yeah, Hell in the Cell. Hell in the Cell. Yeah, uh, the, super, the Super Showdowns, which I'm sure this Thursday will be another shit show. But, man, this was last year's la- The last Super Showdown didn't really mind that much. Only because The Fiend walked out champion. That was that was the saving grace of the night. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, everything else just blew. You're like uh, the whole night. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And at the last second, I'm like, okay, okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> I can work with this. It's about time. I can work with that. <sighs> the next day, we get on to Monday Night Raw. On this first topic, really quick, sure. I saw something that said, "What if Randy Orton is actually trying to kill Edge to gain?" The Soul Stone because Edge is the only person that Randy Orton really loved. Well, Randy Orton really loved Edge. Uh-huh. You you get what I'm saying? I gotcha. Yeah, that'd be fucking hilarious. It's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, so, the, the official death of Matt Hardy. Yeah, this is it. The, you you've killed. This has off. to be it. This 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 killed him off. You've um, this is someone said online also the uh, the theme song with Randy Orton and. Uh, the voices in his head, and and you never thought you would kind of see that manifest, but this was this character now. Randy Orton has gone through like AJ Styles. I, I equate the two in that they they're either good, they're either bad, and there's really like I don't know nothing in between. Like it's they've done the good thing. They've been around so lo- so long that Randy Orton has gone good and bad so many times you'd lost count. But this version of Randy Orton is so different 
than any any others he's done before. Like you, you kind of see like now you see the voices in his head kind of work against each other <laughs> in this character, and it works, and it works well, and it's working well with Edge not even being there. That he's building up solely building up this storyline by himself. That it's when it, when it comes down to Mania. Th- I mean, this this should be the main event. It won't be the main event. Um, no, but, but this is the best steal the show. This is the best storyline of the night. Yeah, of the, of, the, of, of the card. Who knows? Maybe they'll go on fucking second match of the night, and then <laughs> later on in the year we'll get Randy Orton AEW, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's the he's the leader of the Dark Order. Um, it's just it, it's it was home. Oh no, no, nah. <laughs> not, not for another five years. It better be Matt Hardy uh, or fucking Raven, who we saw on Wednesday. But he, we'll get into he looks that. like shit. He looks bad. Good God, man, <laughs> he does not look good. First off, it looks like his stomach hasn't shrunk. Shrunk? Yes. Shrinking? Shrunk. Shrinking is not a word. Shrinking. Shrunk. Shrinked? <laughs> yes. Shrank. Uh, <laughs> Shrinking? Shrinking? But his upper body has finally caught up with his stomach. <laughs> yes. Everything's large. Everything is large. Because at his first it was large. just a beer belly. Now it's like a belly his, belly. His head is large. His face is large. Everything's just large. Yeah. Um. And so all that to say <laughs> is that Orton, <laughs> Orton uh, you know, just th- takes out Hardy with the, the doubles chair shot again, and then and then immediately after says, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." It just it just it, it made so- me laugh. <laughs> it made me laugh. <laughs> it made me think. <laughs> but he's he's definitely good with this this character. And uh, again, leading up to Edge at Mania should be a good one. Um, he's such a good fucking character. He really is. He's probably <laughs> one of the most underrated characters of the past decade. Orton. The the previous decade. Yes, I was gonna say twenty twenty is very short. Uh, Alistair Black and Eric Rowan finally get there. It, it seems like two people on this this list uh, of matches this week. Eric Rowan and Rusev. We said last week where the hell have they been, and then I guess they they heard us and we're like, all right, we got, I guess we have to put them on TV. All right, we got new listeners. Thank Let's you guys. finally get yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Let's get Black a actual contender, and so they did, and surprisingly, it was good. And surprisingly, even more, I would like to see this again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that Aleister Black should go into a storyline similar to what he did with Buddy Murphy. Except not have Eric Rowan join the fucking Immortals. This dread. Is that what we're calling him? I'm going to start calling him. (laughs) Disciples? No. The Immortals. I don't fucking like it. I didn't hear Immortals. It's too easy. Right, but he said it several times on Monday. Disciples? Disciples, yeah. I know, but it's too fucking easy. Uh, I, I, I get it. I get it. It's just, but that's what he said. I'm sorry. I know. He, has, he didn't say Immortals at, not once. All right, fucking sucks. I'm sorry. Um, it, it, this is along the lines of if I do not get, I, I, I've never written to anyone on Twitter as far as WWE's related, uh, Triple H, McMahon, anybody. If I do not get to find out what's in that cage, I will write a strongly worded letter. Yeah, strongly worded email. To WWE. Talk to their manager. Can we please stop having storylines that just don't, Finish, <laughs> because you're. Did you bored. find any online yet that you wanted to talk about? As far as what storylines that haven't finished? No, have you? No. <laughs> um. Well, I, I I did last week. I said as far as the the lesbian storyline that we're going to start with uh, Rosen and uh, right. Unless they just planted seeds, we don't really know where that 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 thing is. That just yet. that just finished off. They're technically still a, a tag team. They are still a tag team, even though you know, Mandy Rose is kind of a. a Bitch. Didn't realize. No, in the storyline. Oh, the storyline. Um, yeah, no. A yeah. two time, two timer. <laughs> she is a two timer. Well, I don't know. Well, we'll find out. I guess we'll find out on SmackDown tonight. Um, there was. 
We said it last week. Mojo Raleigh with the blue shit on his face, with uh, Shorty G and that that stupid uh, clipboard that nobody knew what he was writing down on that. Uh, Shelton Benjamin looking looking longingly into the sky. Not the anonymous forget. Raw general manager. And, 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 yes, yeah, so all that yeah, we stuff. All those all those those things, those storylines that Vince is like, you know, what, I'm tired of this toy. I'm going to throw it away. Yeah. And then he moves on immediately. Moves on to the storyline. I want to know what's in the cage. Um, Charlotte Flair, uh, kind of half half asked. Addressing the whole thing with the, at uh, Takeover with Rhea Ripley, yeah. Um, this triple threat. I know they're they're going in a different a different direction with the twenty four seven championship to try to make it more serious now. Um, with, with not with winning. not with fucking Riddick Moss, but not with Riddick Moss, man. This is I don't know what they're they're trying to figure out. However, here. the best part of that match mm-hmm. was our Truth paying homage to his childhood hero with the, <laughs> I think it was four and a half moves of Doom. <laughs> his childhood hero was John Cena. Um, he's older than him. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's older. He, right, yeah. that's that's the whole joke. Yes, I know. <laughs> that's the joke. Because every time I think about it, like in my head, I'm going, "It's so funny." It's, he's it, fucking a lot of our truth is just amazing. Um, they should, they should really if they get after Lesnar defeats Ricochet and goes on to lose at Mania uh, against Drew McIntyre, you gotta get Lesnar and Truth in some sort of yeah. thing going on. I don't know how. How long is it going to go? For the twenty four seven title. It's Lesnar. Can you imagine if you <laughs> you put that twenty four seven title on Lesnar and it actually has some sort of like weight to it, uh, figuratively? Then There'll yeah, be a twenty four seven title hanging right next to that WWE <laughs> one, right over there. I'll put it put it right next to that, right, right next to my head here. Um, oh, speaking of twenty four seven, a couple weeks ago, last week, something like that, I saw uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., better known as uh, Ice Cube Jr. And uh, he put on Instagram that he, I guess for his birthday, he got a 24-7 title because he's a big wrestling fan. Okay. And uh, this was right after Kobe died. So okay. he was just like, damn, really want to switch this to the 24-8 title. 24-8 title. That'd be cool. That'd be fucking awesome. That'd be cool. Would uh, be kind of hard, though, because that is a pretty definitive seven. Yeah. Unless, I mean, he's got money. He could probably ask them just to like yeah. make a bell for him. It's true. Uh, Drew McIntyre and MVP. I, who knew that MVP was going to... Uh, Actually returned. I thought it was he had the one match and that was done. Was, I heard this was like, a, were like he's done a symbolic end to his career again. <laughs> but this <laughs> how many is, times? This is why I heard. Okay. When you think of MVP, what's the let's say top two things you think of? Jobber. No. Now. Not now. <laughs> Jobber. In the past. Uh, Ballin and uh, uh, the VIP lounge. Okay. <laughs> For me, it <laughs> yes. was the inflatable entrance. Okay. Maybe. And the nose strip. Yes. Okay. So I read somewhere online that this is MVP's last match and and Drew ripping off the nose strip is a way of saying that that's it. He'll be back next week. <laughs> He'll be back next week with Drew McIntyre some some sort of uh storyline there. Like if this was his last match, wouldn't mind it. Okay. Just cuz I like the little segment that him and Drew have. I didn't mind. And they were apparently friends, which I I guess who, who knew who saw that coming. I didn't know he I, I thought it was the last match with uh Rey Mysterio, but no, it wasn't. Even though that was uh, the reports that said that it was, guess not. Um, and then the promo of the night, yeah. So Becky Lynch comes promo out. Of the year, well, so you have so far, yeah. <laughs> the year so far, Becky Lynch comes out has a paper bag full of money, and oh, I, which was great. It was so good. So so good. She goes. She goes. I'm going to give you. Oh, sure. I'm going to give you the money now for the fine. <laughs> after I whip. The, her ass. I whip Shayna Baszler's ass. Here's the fine money. You know what would have been so much better? Mm. You've seen Too Fast, Too Furious, I would assume. Yes. Now, picture Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, right, pockets ain't empty, cuz. Right. 
Now, imagine that mixed with Kofi sticking uh, pancakes in his title belt. <laughs> she just walks out with bands of hundreds. Of hundreds on the belt. On the belt. Yes. Yes, she should do that. And this one, and this one, and this one, and this one. All of them. There were there was a little Donnie Brasco moment there because there were a couple singles in there. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, the yeah. hundreds, but I saw a couple singles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, All right, you're not going to catch me rapping my twenties on the outside. Right. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Everybody knows you go singles on you the go outside. Singles outside. You get the large and the. But I'm a delivery driver. Yeah, trust me. Singles on the outside. <laughs> you ain't want. You don't want to show nobody a hundred as soon yeah, as you yeah, pull out that robbed, wad. Robbed quick. Hell yeah. So then she she has all that good stuff, and then Shayna Baszler comes on TV. And is yeah you go yammering back and forth blah 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 but at the end of that I'm gonna tear the shit out of you uh, and I I was I remember sitting on that couch you're sitting on right now and I'm looking at the TV and I think I spit out something I had in my mouth <laughs> and I'm like oh spilt milk out of your nose did she just say shit on TV and now it's like the one time a month you could say it on Raw now apparently since Heyman took over yes she did yeah she- it was right after Elimination Chamber with Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman once every quarter it went every quarter. <laughs> Four times a year, we'll get a shit bomb on. Uh... She said shit. Yep. I was so happy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yes. let's bring back the shit. Yes, bring back the shit, literally and figuratively. Bring it back. Yes, she said it. It, it stuck. It stuck the landing. It it puts, anytime you can get cursing on a promo, it makes that feud exponentially better and more serious in nature. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, that was good stuff. <laughs> Good promo, good stuff, um, and thank you, thank you, Becky, for still selling the the neck. She had the bandage on the back of the neck. I was looking for it, and it was there. And so there's that. Um, and then we had the tag team with the weird thing in the back back uh, before the match with Garza and uh, and Lashley and Lana and uh, Zelina Vega with. Uh, this just, whole thing was pro- weird to me. Professional. Only thing I liked about it was Angel Garza and Umberto. Yes. It's a professional relationship, and then no woman can handle me. It was just yeah, weird, yeah, weird backstage yeah. uh, promo. But yes, Garza and, and Carrillo are... First off, no woman can handle him after he went viral proposing to his girlfriend his on girlfriend, NXT. Right? <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Come on. That's right. I forgot about that. You are engaged, douche. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> I forgot about uh, that. Dude, on NXT, there's always that one girl in the back that's always screaming when Angel Garza comes out. I will bet money that's his fucking girl. That's his girl just yeah, screaming in the background. That was funny, man. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, you are engaged to be married, asshole. Um, but yeah, so, it was, so that hypocritical asshole basically is 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 uh thank God bless. Listen, he's 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 pulling double duty on on NXT and, and Raw now. Uh, but yeah, it's um it was good stuff. Rusev came back. Look at that out of out of nowhere. Out of about obscurity. time. Just came out. Came no, back. Liv Morgan though. No, Liv Morgan. How are you gonna do? It sucks. Um. She was on there though. She had a weird. She had a weird promo too. Yeah. She can't talk in the mic. Anyway, uh, Garza and L- Lashley. Not no help with Lashley. No help to, from Lashley no. at all. But it was all Garza and Carrillo taking that match. Um, yeah, Kyrie Sane and Natalia with just a, a weird like it, the the idea of the DQs and the countouts. Uh, it just is is like a waste to me. I, I I don't know. It just seems like it, it was like a waste of a match. And I understand, like, I, like, I like just, the conversation and, and uh, Oscar were like, we don't care, we don't care. But after that, it was just kind of like, uh. It sounded British, but okay. Thank you, sure. That's, um, what, I, that's what I do when I say Japanese. It just seems like this match was to put the fucking Warriors over as heels more. Yes. Which I didn't think you had to do that, but. No. Uh, like, that could have been cut. That that would have been cut if it was two hours. You know what you can do to make, get them over? How about put them in a tag team match instead of the tag team champs? I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying. They seem to be this, the singles uh, match stuff is... 
it's stupid. I heard Becky and Charlotte sometime before WrestleMania are going to challenge him. Okay. Wouldn't be mad at. Would not be mad at. Really? Because I'll tell you why. Why? Yes, please. Because that means that Becky will go into uh, WrestleMania as Becky Two Belts uh-huh. after leaving as Becky Two Belts. Sure. And full circle. Charlotte will leave WrestleMania as Charlotte Two Belts. Gotcha. Ashley Two Belts, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> full circle. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All right. And could, you know, maybe a certain baddest woman on the planet returns. And then you have uh, Becky's tag team champion come out. And, you know, that's already half of the storyline, if you uh, ask me. <laughs> Uh, are they asking you? No. No, they're not. <laughs> sometimes I no, think they're they not. should. Sometimes I think they shouldn't. Um, should or shouldn't? I said sometimes I think they should. Sometimes I think they shouldn't. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, and then we had this the sermon, which was basically ended up being just a, a promo. Uh, and no one's in Viking Raiders crashing that. Uh, Ricochet. Oh, the return of AJ Styles. Yes. The greatest wrestler ever. Yes, and he's trying to call himself Mr. WrestleMania. Mr. WrestleMania, which is great. (laughs) Which is only going to lend uh, belief into Undertaker coming and saying, no, 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 no. Mm. I've beaten Mr. WrestleMania, and you (laughs) are not. That was actually pretty good. (laughs) So then technically he should fight Roman Reigns at WrestleMania is what you're saying. No. He's Mr. WrestleMania. Roman Reigns? By default, he beat Undertaker. No, 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 no. He beat the Undertaker. No, 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 no. For? There's only one Mr. WrestleMania. There's only one Mr. October. There's only one Mr. November. So That's Sean, why Jeter was never be called Mr. October. Right. Shawn Michaels will always be Mr. WrestleMania. Okay. Mr. SummerSlam, Mr. Royal Rumble. I'll give that to fucking AJ Styles. Okay. Even though he's only competed in two. <laughs> Lost both of them. <laughs> 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 he got that from. Um, so we turn to AJ Styles and then Carl Anderson. Uh, yeah, again, you just say Ricochet's name. He pops out. And then Carl uh, Anderson uh, challenges him to a, a match. And Ricochet wins. He has to win because he's going into Super Showdown against uh, Lesnar. And then you have the main events with another freaking. It's either counter or DQ, DQ, man. Kevin Owens and Viking Raiders and Murphy. Don't say buddy. And AOP. Don't and, say uh, buddy. And uh, yeah, it ends in a DQ with. It is with so much. Out. It is so fucking much for who's who's on uh, who's ring announcer Tom Phillips. No, 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 no. no. He's uh, commentator. Uh, Mike, Mike Rome. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it is so much for him to say. Ro- the Ro- <laughs> the AOP, the Raw Tag Team Champion Murphy, and. The Monday Night Messiah, it's Seth lot, Rollins. That's so much to say. It's a lot to say. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'd rather say the best in the world. Because <laughs> at least it's short, it's but it's short, you just got to drag point. it out. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Which, by the way, I forgot to mention the sermon. Um, that sermon sucked. That sermon sucked, and uh, we we <laughs> we going into we're going into phases. Phase one, phase two. It's it's uh, yeah. It's it's just yeah, it's just funny. Hot dookie garbage. Hot dookie garbage. He didn't finish phase one because they still came out and attacked you. Got to finish that before we move on to phase two. Um, and then the only good saving grace about this match that was not because it ended in DQ that sucked was that the Street Profits are finally yeah in a main event picture. Thank God. Yeah, 
They need to be. Please, yes. Because they're over. They're over. Very over. Um, I bring the swag. Nobody, yeah. I think it's really just a matter of McMahon not wanting to put over those NXT guys. He's, he's still racist? He's still, oh, NXT, sorry. Still brand, you son of a bitch. He's, <laughs> he's a brandist. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that for sure. No, sure, no. Um, I watched NXT first, actually, this week. So. I watched AEW, but I would much rather talk about that last. Yes, let's do that. Because NXT did not do it for me this week. Oh, real? Yeah, it's okay. a, it was a little... Uh, a lackluster? Yeah, a little bit. Like I, Keith Lee, Kona Reeves, that didn't make sense to me. That was Yeah, that was that was kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? It was all Dream, to be honest. It was Dream and Devlin for me. Dream, yeah, Devlin, you know, the, the NXT uh, Cruiserweight Championship match, Devlin defeating Leo Rush. That was definitely uh, for NXT the match of the night. I um, bet when Devlin goes over to his Raw or SmackDown, he's just going to be known as Devlin. As Devlin, <laughs> you're going to drop the Jordan. I don't understand. Listen, you're going to so, drop the Jordan. So uh, to, to the back end of your point, you can say all that shit with AOP and the introduction for Murphy and the Monday Night Messiah, but you can't say Jordan Devlin. You can't say Buddy Murphy. Yeah, right. It's too much. It's too much to say. No, no, no. no, no. That extra we had word? to drop the Buddy. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I here's my logic into why Vince dropped the Buddy. Okay. Buddy is more of a babyface name. Murphy, I got you. Is like a so then why did he drop Antonio off as Cesaro? Antonio is a babyface name. Is it though? Yeah. Okay. Antonio. <laughs> did anybody say it like that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> First off, when Cesaro debuted, he was debuting with Oksana somehow. Yeah. Remember that lady? I do. That was weird. Langston's a uh, face name or, or a heel name. Big E. Oh, yeah, Langston. Yeah. This is probably his name. His actual name? His name's probably like Emmanuel Langston <laughs> or some shit like that. <laughs> what about, uh, what was Rusev's first name? Alexander. Alexander Rusev. Too much. Yeah, too, too much. much. Too much. At one point, it's just going to be Shirai. <laughs> Can we just do I, Shirai? Like me. If I were to go to WWE, I'd get called NXT, uh, Reaper Joe Black. As uh, When I get called, you know, when I get called over to Vince, it's going to be like, you're just going to go by Black. Black. <laughs> this is white guy coming out. He's called black. It's That's just weird. Um, yeah, because there's not already someone who is very white who is also named black on there. Mm. Uh, Alistair? Oh. <laughs> Dumb. Thank you. I just needed to clarify. I did. I forgot. Um, to NXT. H- NXT, yeah. So Ciampa and uh, addresses Gargano. we we'll see that at uh, TakeOver... Uh, uh, Tampa. Uh, I, I want to know, was Austin Theory supposed to face someone? He was supposed to face uh, no one. <laughs> no. no one. <laughs> Apparently not, no. And then Champa came out yeah. and then did all that thing. Yes, yeah. Um, well, I guess that just set up, all that to set up next week. Yeah. Or this week coming up. Uh, the GYV. Grizzly Young Veterans uh, defeating Raul Mon- uh, Mendoza. And Walking Wild, I did you know? Here's, here's how stupid I am. Walking Wild did not. Uh, Walking Wild, I did not know that he was uh, what's his name from TNA. Um, DJ, uh, I didn't watch TNA that much. No. Um, yeah, but, uh, both of them actually uh, from from TNA. Um, so there's that, and uh, that did nothing for. Me. Yeah, you're right, that, that did nothing for me. Uh, Broserweights uh, defeating uh, Lorcan and Birch. Um, I I loved it only because of the Broserweights. Sure. Uh, yeah, Conor Reeves and Keith Lee uh, that just came out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I like I did like the promo at the end though, saying that they're gonna <laughs> they can fight forever. Um, that did it for me. Yeah, um, absolutely. Chelsea Green. Uh, the uh, speaking of uh, TNA. Um, 
uh, you know I'm always bad with names. The the Stone brand, Robert Stone. Robert Stone. So he was Robert uh, E. Strauss. Big E, not Big E. He was uh, Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. Yes. Strauss. The TNA. Thank you. Yep. Brought over. Um, I like that match because I forgot how underratedly hot Chelsea Green is. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yes. And also, if you were, you could put Chelsea Green and Britt Baker in a lineup if you had to catch a murderer that looks someone like them. <laughs> That is definitely a doppelganger. <laughs> that is definitely a doppelganger. Um, Bianca Belair coming out and interrupting the match. Uh, at See, this, that was I better. Know. I think Bianca did it better than Ciampa because they were both clearly trying to go for the same yes. idea. Yes. But that one was way better. Yes. Because she came out the the middle the of the match, match the asserted his match. asserted her dominance yes. over everyone. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. we're going to stop this shit. Yeah. Y'all get into it after. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got something to say. Uh, you couldn't wait till after the match to have your own promo. No, it was right in the middle of the match. You do your thing. Um, and then the Velveteen Dream uh, defeating uh, Roderick Strong, but then getting the shit kicked out of him after he takes off the pants and then just big old Yo, face. That was <laughs> epic. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. And I would tend to want to kill someone if that were to happen to me if I was just... in Roderick Strong's position. Yeah. Also, look at the pattern of his glasses on that on that blue. I, I thought it was like a Disney thing going on. It was nah, like a, you Mouse. thought Disney? I thought Mickey Mouse when I first yeah? saw. It. Yeah. Nah, I, I thought see, uh, see, Bray like, Wyatt. Look at his shoulder. Like look that shoulder right there. Like his. It looks like the ears and the and shoulder like there. That that shoulder. His collarbone looks like a dick right now. Right here. That looks like a peen. <laughs> looks like a peen. This looks like right here. Looks like an up, upside down Mickey Mouse face. That I would tend to agree with. And that's what I thought it was. But, but it's glasses. I thought clouds, Firefly Funhouse. This is Firefly Funhouse. Take two. There you go. There we go. Um, this is a, just a ridiculous conversation, I, and I love it. Um, yeah. So then, Velveteen just getting his ass kicked by UE afterwards. Um, where's Marina? <laughs> what what, what is, I want to know. When is Marina going to come out? I want to know that. Yeah. You know what they should do. Have Marina come out and then slap Roderick in the face and join Velveteen Dream. <laughs> oh my and, and god! Do, and do a better version of Lana. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There you go. I Even just, though we know they're still together. Even though we know that Lana and Rusev are together. Yeah, we do. Right. Exactly. It's the same thing, but but better. Way better. So NXT was okay this week. It was okay, but not as good as your AEW Dynamite. And so your results as of February nineteenth, twenty twenty. Um, spoiler, little, spoiler alert! Guys. Got a little Taz. Uh, a little Taz action. A little Taz action this week, and I, I I like it. I like it a lot. It was like a mysterious voice, and I didn't hear knew what he said beginning. I had to go back and yeah, me <laughs> and too. I had to rewind a little bit. Who was like, who's his voice? Oh, it's it's Taz. Um, and we start off. I'm liking the fact that they just start off the show with guys in the ring. Like just we're going live. Well, no, up, 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 up. They weren't in the ring. They were outside the ring, at the ring. Okay, they, I like that they, they have people at the ring, not with the intros. We're going live in five minutes. Do everybody come out, and then we're going live now, three, two, one, and they're already outside the ring. So you had the tag team battle royal to determine the number one contenders for the tag team I would team tend to agree the way they did this. I like the way they did it. I like that they all started outside and, and yeah. ran in. I do also like the fact that there were some some tag teams that I never even knew existed um, <laughs> in in this. Uh, such I knew as- all of them existed. But I couldn't really put a name for John Silver and Alex Reynolds because, number one, I did not know what their real names were. So all I wrote down was Dark Order Minions. Dark Order Minions and also uh, the Hashtag Stronghearts. Who knew? I knew about that one because of uh, they had a match with SEU at one of the uh, pay-per-views before Dynamite. Okay. I think it might have been an all-in. And then also... Uh, Shima had a, a match with uh, 
uh, CD, Crystal Daniels. Oh, yeah. See, I not a clue. Yeah, <laughs> not a clue. Um, Shima's gear always interests me because it's like it's got that weird bottom to it. How it has like all the 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 young. You know how the young bucks have the little the, the frayed. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. frayed uh, the frayed bottom. Right. I like it actually. No, I liked it. I liked it's more it that his uh, ring attire seems more Native American than it does. Okay. Uh, I like, I believe they're Chinese. Like the... No, no, no. I'm not even joking. Okay. I'm this... pretty sure they are. Okay. <laughs> that's that's quite a, quite the leap to yeah. have to go to. And uh, <laughs> I think sure. they came out of. I hope you're right. Uh, o v o w e. They came out of O. Oh no, it's uh their their promotion in China is called OWE. Okay, Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. Stop it. Something like that. I swear, I'm I'm looking this up right now, dude. You just if if you are, I'm looking this up. Just keep going on with the card. I'm looking this up. <laughs> Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. Fuck yeah, <laughs> it was right. How is that a thing, dude? Is a Chinese-based professional wrestling promotion founded in 2017? Holy shit. Yeah. Shows normally combine wrestling and musical performances by the C-pop all-girls group SNH48. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Just stop. Just put really quickly, really quickly. It, first off, I didn't know this was Bing. That's hilarious because uh, it's not Google. All right. uh, go O-W-E wrestlers in AEW. <laughs> Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. Wow. In AEW. O wrestlers. I love how immediately it came up WWE wrestlers in AEW. Why AEW's Were you? promotion? Yeah. It's it doesn't say. Look look it up while while you're you're sitting there right now. Yeah, I got it. In the meantime. So they had the uh the this battle royal here. And I, I had, it, it ended up being uh was it Nick Jackson? No, Nick Jackson got thrown out. Yes. Uh Matt. Matt Jackson against uh <laughs> they don't call himself pr- proud and powerful anymore. Just Ortiz and Santana from the inner, inner circle, and somehow, <laughs> somehow he he pulled it off. I, I love the 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 spot with uh, Trent and Orange Cassidy, and uh, Shima is he he uh, he was in OWE. Shima T Hawk, all the Stronghearts came out of OWE. Okay. Yeah, I was right, like like usual. But you know, it's it's what you expect here on the Sons of Slam. I never I never doubted that you were right. I just never heard of uh, Oriental, especially now it's being twenty twenty that I you know. call it Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. I know that's what's fucking crazy about Insane. it. Insane. Listen, they, they they don't care if if they, they if they don't care, then why should we care? Right. Um, <laughs> the spot with Trent and Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy coming in with the save, uh, so he doesn't get eliminated. Um. Uh, yeah, Matt Jackson and, and Santana Ortiz finishing things off. And uh, can I just say, I, I immediately watched the end of this match and having Sammy Guevara, I immediately texted you and Steven and I said, I think Sammy Guevara is dead because yeah. this kick that he gave, uh, that might be the the most just in, insane spot I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, I, I actually, hang on, sorry. And I that, just, that rivals, go ahead, I'm sorry. I just got a notification that said uh, Matt Jackson has been charged with first degree manslaughter because <laughs> he's dead. That that rivals like uh, uh, Shane McMahon off the top of the Titan Tron. That yeah. rivals like uh, um, Mick Foley, but Mick Foley probably is my favorite spot of all time. When he, Evan Bourne into the RKO, into RKO, Seth Rollins into Seth, the RKO. Yes, yes, off the back. Um, 
yeah, I, Mick Foley being the, my favorite uh, up the hell in the cell of all time. Yeah. But this is definitely up there because yeah. he one of the best spots crumbled I've ever seen. Sam Sammy G. <laughs> he basically his legs crumbled underneath him in this kick, and it wasn't even like he could stop himself. That the stop was his foot in his face, and I immediately texted and you he saying, sold I think it. He, "He's dead." And all comments on Twitter are like, "Oh my god, he's dead." Yeah, yeah. Not, not, I'd be lying I'm, to you if I didn't read if I didn't read that comment from Twitter. That he was charged with <laughs> manslaughter. manslaughter. They I were, was going to say murder, but then honestly, I was at the gym and I was like, I think murder is when you have to like premeditated. Uh, this wasn't really premeditated, or was it? Uh, <laughs> you or said, was it? You say that he sold it. Well, there was nothing to sell. Like he just got just got dead. Yeah. <laughs> he just got dead. I texted you. I, uh, by God, I think he's dead. I, my God, I think he's dead. Yeah, it was just. The hell of a spot there. Actually, but, going uh, back to Shima and and this match, mm-hmm. what's going on with Shima and the Dark Order? Yeah, that was weird, right? That was a little weird. Hmm. So now Shima's part of Dark Order. Maybe he's also trying. No, never mind. I'm he was just like, his, his face was like, huh, 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 huh. And okay, then they did the whole like fucking. Yeah. You know what that the whole Dark Order sign reminds me of? What? Uh, 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 Globo Jim from yes, from, <laughs> yeah, the snake from uh, uh, dodgeball, dodgeball with the snake. Um, again. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we we um, we have emphasized that Brandy Rhodes is no longer part of the Nightmare Collective now because she is all all good, all good. Um, Thank God. Arriving in the, in the arena with Cody, and then we have uh, Shayna and Chris Statlander. Okay. Uh, yes, now please. before this match even started, yes, Shanna was coming out to the ring, and I believe that Britt Baker said something along the lines of, "I brought you this coffee." Vanilla cheese, no whip, yes. some some shit like that. Right, right. And then Jr. Mm. I don't know if you heard it, but I listen to enough podcasts where I know what this is. Okay. Jr. Just fucking blurts out of the bottom of his stomach. Uh, uh, does that have blue chew in it? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me, Jim? You can't fucking say that on television. Did he really say that? Yeah. Hmm. You know what blue chew is, right? I do. Okay, thank God. But like, yo, well, man, for, for those who don't, you can't. It's, okay, it's male enhancement. <laughs> it is. It's 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 a chewable. It's chewable Viagra. Chewable Viagra. Yes, essentially. Yes. So you're saying that it was. So he was saying that Tony needed blue chew. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he was saying. I, I didn't get. That but idea. I wrote it down. Sure. I'm like, you can, you cannot say that, Jim. <laughs> Does it have blue chew in it? Uh, apparently, you can. Because it just How many people Is that just gonna go right over Well it went over mine Because I didn't hear it But if I heard it I'm sure I'd be like Oh shit I heard it all Immediately As soon as I heard that I'm like Oh no yeah. <laughs> Oh no Oh no, oh, no See oh, I no. wish I heard that Now I gotta go back And listen to that Um Britt Baker on commentary for the match, and uh, <laughs> I like how they pointed out that she's fifth. <laughs> she's fifth ranked, uh, and then she comes back with, "Who's trending number one though? Me." <laughs> and, and and she she should be because she's she's amazing. Um, match match match. Yeah, it's fine. I'll oh, oh, only good. And then uh, Statlander takes it. Um, okay, the Nyla Rose promo. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I have a very interesting story. <laughs> Yes, please. I was watching that last night when I got home from work. Uh, I paused it on this promo, and I went upstairs, and I had to put my stuff away. So I come back downstairs, and my sister walks in the door. My sister asks me if that was a dude. I'm, I'm going to get through this story, please. and then we'll talk. And then she proceeds to say that that's not fair. 
and how she could go on and kill any guy. She could probably murder anybody that she wants to. Okay. And then after this whole conversation about Nyla Rose not being a guy, it's all it's all it's unfair. Blah blah blah. blah says good night. Walks upstairs and goes to sleep. And I fucking laughed so hard <laughs> when she said that. Uh, it was just paused. I'm walking down the stairs. She's like, "Is that a dude?" And I'm I'm audibly laughing, and she's like, "What's so funny?" Uh, I was like, "Well, here's what's going on. This is actually a trans woman mm-hmm. who she prefers the pronouns uh, she/her, and <laughs> yes. uh, now she is the champion of the women's division right. in this new promotion." Right. And then it's not fair. That's not fair. She could probably kill anybody. And then unfortunately, she goes, "Joe, she could probably kill you." And I'm like. <laughs> Why? Why get you just walked in? How about a hello? How are you? Right, right, no, 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 no. <laughs> this man, this man, dude, this man, woman could probably kill you, Joe. This man, dude. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Steph. Appreciate it. This so man, dude, could kill she you. Wanted she wanted me. Could. She wanted me to say that. Mm. Hi, Steph. How are you? There you go, man, dude. You you got your fucking 15 minutes. Murderous man, dude. Um, yeah. What was the line that she? But had then up? just nonchalantly walks upstairs, goes to sleep. Good night. <laughs> I just want to point like out. You're just gonna leave me like that. I want to point out that this other man, dude, who's now a chick, could kick your ass. Um, what was what was her line? Uh, I break bitches or something like that. Uh, yes, yeah. I break bitches. Well, of course you do, because uh, so uh, courage. <laughs> I broke Riho. I'm the queen bee. Nobody can beat me. Uh, and they're Big swole. Chris Statlander came out, flexed on him a yeah, little bit. Yeah. And then security got into it. Well, and, did, did they and then when when Big they, Swole came they, out and started speaking, yeah. I did not realize how deep Nyla Rose's voice actually is actually is. compared to other women. Ab- to women, other women, um, to women. other <laughs> women. I have no idea what you're talking about. To women. Okay, whatever. To women. How about agree um, to disagree? <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> oh, we're going to hell. That will that will forever be the, the disagreement of of our show. <laughs> <laughs> will be that uh, the disagreement we've of had the, so of we, a generation. We've had two women now on the show. You, you've you pointed out your sister. I've had Lisa here that yes. have pointed out that discrepancy in if, if, Nyla Rose. Oh, okay, that discrepancy. Oh, that, me, it, technically, it, we've had three women on the show total, but that's oh, the, oh. remember that one time where David and Becca came in? Oh, right, and Becca came in. Right, right. You're right. And then you're David right. just completely shit so on me because he does never want to agree with me with anything. Right, but right. look what I was fucking right about King Corbin. So. You're, 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 right about, <laughs> you're right about that. And she she wasn't really. We should have asked, actually asked her too, as far as Nyla Rose, but we didn't get into it. But we asked Lisa. We asked your sister. And uh, yeah, and maybe we'll make a quick pit stop over the, the weird, <laughs> the weird part of this, of this that whole thing with Big Swole was that there was a point when she was she was going after Nyla Rose, and there was a gap. If you look at the video, there was a gap. Uh, like she was going after Nyla, and she stopped herself, mm-hmm. and she was waiting for security. Security didn't come in quick yeah. enough to stop her. Nyla Rose was going in, uh, down the ramp again, back into the to the backstage area. And Big Swole goes after her, and there's like she's like like back in like in grade school when you're in the the yard, yeah. you're hoping for someone like stops you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Come at me! Come at me! Come at me! And then literally, there's no one in front of the two of them. <laughs> so Big Swole had to stop herself from going so far and to go back again. To me, that's it just was, smart fighting. It was Everybody just knows that you get in trouble if you throw the first punch. Yes, just weird. It's self defense if you have to. Weird if spot. you get if if you absorb one, it's all self defense after that. Weird spot. Um, and then we have Moxie against Jeff Cobb and <laughs> with Jim Ross. This is going to be a great A restaurant quality slobber knocker. Oh, JR, you're the best. 
And then we had... He announced... He, he gave it... And now we'll throw it to the dapper yapper, Justin <laughs> Roberts. God. We had... Yeah, the dapper yapper. We had this match, and uh, then uh, Jericho's music hits. And did you see where there were Aubrey Edwards, who was the referee for this match, was going to start the match while everybody was chanting, and Moxley told her stop. Let them finish. Is that what happened? If you see, I'll him be like, honest. He did I've... like this this signal where he like he's like let them yeah. go. Yeah, and so that's that's where he, you saw Aubrey go to Cobb and say you ready, and then he went. She went to Moxley, and she was like let them finish, and then that's when the match started was when they finished singing the song. I'll be honest with you, that that's looked how over to me, the song is now. That looked completely opposite to me. That looked to me as if Moxley was going, let's go, let's get this match no, going. But that's why, and then. Aubrey was going, no, 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 no. we're going to play this out. She said, no, she said, Moxley said, let, let it go. And then and then he turns away from Aubrey. Aubrey's like, it does, says something, like claps her hand, says something, and then they finish the song, and then that's when they start the match. Yeah. That's how over the damn song is. We have March 25th. I have to learn the first couple lines before I get there. I can't oh, I've been be listening out. to it every day. I can't be left out of not knowing. You just the, have to the know the first verse. That's it. That's all I gotta you know. Are beautiful on the <laughs> I gotta. I gotta. I don't want to be left out when I when I'm sitting in sitting in Prudential Center. <laughs> all right, oh, see, so you're, you're going I in. <laughs> see, I don't even know the first line. I gotta know. I gotta. I gotta like start listening to this. Anyway, beautiful on the inside, uh, innocence personified. Uh, It'll go from there. It'll go from there, yes. Um, Even if you hum it. <laughs> that, I, that I can do. Yeah! That I, <laughs> I don't want to be that fake wrestler. I'm that fake guy, though. I don't want to uh, be that guy. Um, so then, yeah, Taz is on the, on the commentating with this. And Cobb uh, reminds me of Taz. Like, to the T. Like, body shape, like, look. I thought like, I had said that last week. But if I didn't, I also definitely agree with you he's very very he's got taz. everything about taz taz asks like the height the athleticism like like the, the height tall, the gut the everything the gut that's right because <laughs> um, it's like that it's like that weightlifter gut that 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 taz had back in the day it is yeah, yeah. like keith lee too keith lee's keith got lee that that if keith lee were to wear a singlet it'd be like taz's older brother yeah <laughs> taller older brother yeah exactly um and so is there's uh some uh some suplexes here with from Cobb. Cobb just showing dominance. He put him over. Mox put him over very well. Um, there were some spots that I thought Cobb was kind of late to uh, trying to get to to Mox, but uh, he, he it was a good a good match all around. Um, yes, you were gonna look like you were about to say something. No, I'm no. good. Okay. Uh, Actually, I was about to say what a pop when Taz. Uh... <laughs> Taz said that for Darby. I like how yes. So he basically went behind the the curtain there. That was the mark. That was the mark. <laughs> that was the in mark. Taz. Yes, he was like, "Wow, my God, what a pop!" Um, yeah. So then, yeah, Dustin Rose came out, got his ass kicked, and then Darby Allen's music hit, and yeah, everybody went nuts. <laughs> and Taz with the line, "What a pop!" Um, Here's a thought. You know how the lucha, not the lucha, uh, Sin Cara used to enter the ring that springboard, and they used to like kind of yes. have it out of view. Yeah, just put a little like ramp, a little mini ramp, a little half pipe. So you can and jump you into, the into the because the, all those people were ra- were waiting right there. Yeah, if you just have a little half pipe come in and then just fucking splash on top of everybody, <laughs> that'd be awesome. You need a longer. Now ramp. that would be what a fucking pop. You need a, a longer ramp though. You need more speed. He was just like basically like or a steeper ramp, like a one mile an hour down the ramp. Yeah, yeah. But you need like a like like double or nothing. You need like a huge ramp from like the top of the of the arena. <laughs> like just go all the way down and then you fly you fly over the ring. <laughs> and then you just get you caught catch something, you catch a rope and you come back around. Yes. Stupid stuff. Yeah, a lot of room for error in that now. A lot of room for error, that. yes. 
Get the augmented reality for that too. <laughs> um, let's see here, and then uh, yeah, the new promotion, augmented reality wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is re- nothing is real. Nothing is real. Nothing is real <laughs> except the people. Except the people in the ring. <laughs> so then next week, yeah. So we had uh, Jericho came into the ring and uh, Moxley and Jericho went at it, and uh, we, we have so next week. Oh, and then um, then we have the, the the main event. I gotta sneeze. Go do it. Yeah. Moxley and Jericho. Uh, I thought that was the perfect way for that that whole segment to end. Because you have like Taz and Jr. like, oh, are we gonna get it? Oh, we're gonna get it! Oh my God, we're getting it! And then Chris runs out of the ring, and we're like, ha, you fucking heel! Yeah, God damn it! <laughs> A small preview of their upcoming bout uh, at AEW Revolution. You don't say. Um, and then uh, Hangman, tag team champion. Okay, now all right, it doesn't say it on there. You keep on talking about how good the uh, lower thirds are. Yes. Right in AEW. Yes, absolutely. Hangman's lower third this week. Yeah, I know, and had I didn't, to be. I didn't even notice it. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm I, Oh, you very didn't sad. notice. I, I, I always look for it too, and I didn't notice it this week. Hangman's lower third this week was the best I've ever seen, and I audibly laughed. Okay. I was laughing at the top of my lungs. <laughs> okay, it said, and I quote, uh-huh. "Como se dice yeehaw." <laughs> Unless he's coming up with these lower Yo, thirds. Whoever's doing it, it needs, needs a raise. That <laughs> was fucking nuts, whoever's man. Whoever's doing these needs a raise. And then uh, uh, Omega's right after said 29-day reign as tag team champion. Like, why couldn't you just... It just it's just it, Wouldn't it be the same for Hangman? Yes, I know. Right, right. Just, just to me. Yeah. Como se dice yeehaw. Because now it's a thing. Now it's a thing. Everybody else has like their, their serious. It even, it even had the correct pronounce, uh, the punctuation. It had the upside down. It had the upside Como down. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I actually thought that um, I thought the Lucha Brothers would have taken this and then uh, met up with uh, 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 wow. Young Bucks. Thank you. You're welcome. I never can finish. That's why I'm here. Never can finish a sentence. I thought they would have faced the young bucks at Revolution. Not the case. This is this is much better with the storyline now. Having the two of them, having uh, Hangman Page and Omega. Uh, Clearly, you have this. Hangman on one side. You have the young bucks on the other, and Omega's in the middle. And you have Omega in the middle with both feet on a banana peel, which you, <laughs> which you kind of saw them pulling at him after after Omega and Page won. You saw that the. Both teams pulling. Oh, you saw Paige pulling on one side. And you saw uh, the Young Bucks pull Omega the other way, and like, no, he's mine. No, he's mine. And then he kind of like pulls himself away from all of them. It's in kindergarten when you think you have a girlfriend. Yeah, it's like, no, this is mine. It's not, it's mine. Um, yeah, it was just very, very weird. It was nuts. <laughs> very weird with that the whole match. That was that match was nuts. But uh, match was well, match was insane. Um, man, when you, you you can get uh, uh, was it Phoenix? Um, yes. Yeah, Ray Phoenix, man, Phoenix. running out, running on that rope and kicking. Uh, there was a page in the face. Yes, good God, <laughs> like it's just the balance that you have to have. And I've yet to see him botch that, unless it's like some sort of like independent uh, match that he's had. I know he's been in TNA. I know he's obviously all over the world. And this is another match I have not seen like on YouTube or anything. I've yet to see him botch that that rope run. Me neither. Either he's done it from one turnbuckle to the other. Yes, yeah, he made, did it. He did, did it, it on for the, the entrance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He did it for the entrance. Just amazing. It's fucking crazy. It just, his balance is insane. Um, but yeah, that's that's a, a great storyline with Paige and uh, and Omega against the Young Bucks. Isn't the the Kataro Crusher? Isn't that a famouser? 
Pretty much, yeah. Right? Yeah. But you just come over the back instead of through yeah, the side? Yeah, they said the side. Yeah. It's a hell of a finish there. Um, when I was a kid, my dad used to uh, power slam me into the bed okay. and then say it was the famouser. And then as soon as I found out where wrestling really is, I was like, Dad, you're wrong. <laughs> Sorry, right? Dad. You just, you just gave me a double-A spine buster, okay? <laughs> Get it fucking right. <laughs> Damn you, Dad, in your lying ways. Um, and then uh, this, this main event, man, this, this cage. This cage looked, like, insane. This like, cage looked more like Hell in a Cell to me than it, looked, it did. It looked uh, more Hell in a Cell, but it looked like more, like, uh, the word, like, like reinforced slash, like, lethal slash more metal <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, it seemed very very uh imposing it was crazy it was crazy so you had mjf come down with wardlow and then uh so brandy Rhodes and arn anderson with that sh- that sheet like i know he's a coach i know he's supposed to be the coach but like you, you got to put it over with the sheet in his hand like yeah that, that laminated you have to <laughs> you have to be you can't be a coach without a laminated sheet no there you go see what i'm glad he's not doing is also have a headset on you imagine that would <laughs> like, be, all right, we're taking it. That'd be a little much. Who are you talking to, dude? <laughs> like, relax. A little and, much. And what do you have on that sheet? I, I need to see. We it. have scouts up in the up in the suites. <laughs> you, didn't that know they, that? you know, I need to know what's on that sheet. So our assistant coaches in the nightmare. Family. I want to know what's on that sheet. That <laughs> Warlow does this move. Okay, now I'm looking at my sheet. This is what you do to counter it. Like, what do you have on that sheet? I, I hope it just know. says a bunch of I different want... ways to say. Look at the sheet now. <laughs> Look at the sheet. Look at the sheet now. I want someone to like just. Take take a pause of a video and it's like see if they can Photoshop that and enlarge it and see what's actually on that thing. Yeah, because it can't be anything that's useful <laughs> to no. like to like Cody's wrestling. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, Probably just says all of his moves on it. <laughs> like all right, dra- disaster kick. <laughs> disaster that's kick. what you're gonna do. He is now. You're gonna um, pop off the rope and hit him with a cutter. That's what you're gonna do. And uh, yeah, I can't. Brandy a fucking smoke smoke show. What? Damn. I, I, you know, I don't remember how hot she is until. She wears gear like that. She was never. I, I. I don't remember her being that hot in WWE. No, never. No, absolutely not. Uh, and if she was, then Vince didn't accentuate it. Well, he has a. He can't do that now because it's PG slash PG thirteen. Yeah. Unless you have like bring it back to NC seventeen. <laughs> NC seventeen wrestling was the best when you had uh, puppies and yeah puppies yeah. and uh, oh man who is the Howard Finkel Howard Finkel. That that segment with Trish Stratus in the yes. middle of the ring. Yeah. Well, you can see what my piece does. Something like that. I forgot what it was. <laughs> it was some. He made a reference uh, to his dick. Yes. I know. He's, I know that when he was like fifty at the time. It was weird. When wrestling was pure. Um, yeah. And kayfabe only. Kayfabe only. That's right. Listen, Cody, for this for this angle, man, for this whole angle with MJF, he has done more for this angle body body wise, sacrifice wise, than, than in his any other wrestler WWE career, his career as well as any other career <laughs> that I could possibly think of. You have gone, you've done this thing. And Stone Cold actually broke his freaking skull. He did break his neck, yes. And uh, but that wasn't for like that wasn't the the extent of the angle. That was like that was a mistake that Owen made. Whereas this, he's going. All right, what about angle? Wait a minute. Kurt Angle has a broken freaking broken neck. freaking neck. No, no, I'm I'm saying for the for the purposes of an angle, not over the entirety of your career. Oh, okay. I'm saying for the purposes of this angle with Cody gotcha. and MJF, gotcha. From start to finish, with the lashes and and everything else, for you to get busted open from by the cage and still wrestle, it's it was just it's just amazing. Really uh, quickly, I just read that first line on the last paragraph. Uh. I was looking down at my phone, and all of a sudden, I heard Excalibur say he hit him with the F10, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. There's no way he spins him twice. And I rewind, and I'm like, 
He spins them fucking twice. He wow, look twice. at him. <laughs> That's not an F5. That is an F10. That's an F10. I like it. I like that they, they doubled it. <laughs> For the double the time you spin, then you get F10. Yeah. Um, F5's definitely trademarked by now. That uh, It has to it be. It has to be. Yes. You if get, not, Vince is a dumbass. What do you do when he only spins you once and it's an actual F5? <laughs> what if it's F- only half of an F5? F5.5? F2.5? F2.5? You do it up two and a half. Yeah. Um, so, so Wardlow takes most of this match until that very end, man. And then you get Brandy Rhodes hitting MJF with the chair. <laughs> and then he, he comes in, in Brandy's face and, and he's like, hit a woman. And then Arn comes around. And then, thank, thank God that Wardlow caught him because he had Cody Rhodes jump off the top of that, that cage and uh, just jump off the top of the cage and just almost miss Wardlow with that flip. And it would have been quite the shit show <laughs> had he not been there. He, uh, when he that, like, first tw- jumped. 20 off, feet in the air? I have no idea. 25 feet in the when air? When he first jumped off that cage, I was like, just just land correctly. Yeah. Because at first he jumped and he whipped his body around. Right. And then somehow, for most of the fall, just came flush to the ground. Like his stomach came perfectly to the ground. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that, that was probably the best moonsault I've ever seen in my life. It's up there. It would have been better if he landed flush instead of having had Wardlow like put his arm out. He put his right arm out just to basically catch it, <laughs> so that he would get get hit somewhat. Still think it's the it, best one. It I was. It, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying it was. It's it's up there. I just yeah. yeah I was I was fearful for his life. <laughs> it's, yeah, you're right. Um, but it, an amazing match, and now twas fearful. Revolution is around the corner. Ten nine days, eight days. So we have that coming up. We have <laughs> Super Showdown. Uh, Thursday. Um, then the only match I, I know to be a thing is well, two matches is uh, Goldberg and Fiends and Lesnar and Ricochet. And Do we have anything else? Oh, and the women's. Uh, you have uh, Bailey and. Uh, well, I guess we're gonna find out tonight. We will find out tonight. Find out tonight with Carmella. And we and also have Naomi. We also have the match for the Raw Tag Team Titles. Which is Murphy and Rollins against the Street Profits? Yeah, I believe that's a thing. And we also have the. Did you just make that up. I don't think so. Look it up. Oh well, go ahead. Um, SmackDown tag team titles: The New Day are defending against Miz and Morrison. Okay. So that should be interesting. Look at what the WWE Network says, though. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the Street Profits are facing off against. Uh, Half of the Immortals. I feel like I'm on like. A- oh, there a- we go. Super Showdown. Dial-up service here. What the shit? Um, do 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 do. Then I'll take your time. Do, really, do. really take your time. All right. So yeah, Goldberg with the Fiends. We have oh, Rain. oh, are Reigns? you shitting oh, me? Oh, I forgot about that one. Reigns and Corbin in a steel cage match. Yeah, I'm hyped for that actually. Are you though? I anything with a steel cage match, I'm all happy for. <laughs> they both just get get concussed. I hope it's a blue, blue cage. <laughs> <laughs> the old school blue cage. Yeah, I can't. I, I would have loved for AEW steel cage to be blue. That Why would have been a thing. Why is it still a thing? Because they need the Roman. I this, don't know. Do we have nothing else? Really? I don't know. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, as you said, New Day with uh, Miz and Morrison. Yes. Battling for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Um, let's see here. Uh, New Day, Corbin, and Steel ha! Cage. Oh Jesus, dude! Vindication! <laughs> 
Don't ever do that again. Um, <laughs> we had I probably the, will. the two wake trophy gauntlet match, which uh, apparently is for a number one con- uh, contendership, and then uh, Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Profits. I don't even know when that was established. When was that established? I don't know. I think I remember seeing it on Raw this past week. I've, I don't remember. If I didn't see it on Raw this past week, I saw it on the, on Instagram or Twitter or some shit like that. Let me see where that was. Should be interesting, though. <sighs> that's I, this week? That's, Next week. That's Thursday. Ah. Interesting. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. So we are, well, the women's yeah, women's match isn't established on here because we have to wait for tonight. But I'm assuming it's going to be Naomi and Bailey um, covered from head to toe <laughs> for their match at Super Showdown. And so we're going to have seven matches uh, for this card, which. And one of them's a gauntlet match. One of them's a gauntlet match. Okay. Should be interesting. Are, are we, what's it, the, it was, uh, the, the matchups on here aren't that bad. Is what's his name going to win this so we can just uh, eliminate that gauntlet match uh, the winner? Uh, what's his name that always wins in uh, Saudi Arabia? Mansoor? No, yes. he's not in it. You, you say that now. Watch him throw, throw uh, Mansoor as a surprise entrant and he gets the hugest pop of the, of the night. <laughs> no, I'll probably be on commentary like he was <laughs> on the. Uh... I'm telling you, he's going to come in one, one, one of these matches. He's going to come in and just get the biggest pop because that's like his, his moment to shine is twice a year. Yeah, when they're in, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. By the way, uh, last note for me on uh, anything wrestling is that there's a contingency plan, a plan B, for if they do not make it out. Mm, of yes. Saudi. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's basically, yes, the God. the in a nutshell, we come together, we leave together. That's your plan. B. Basically, what they're saying <laughs> is, we leave. Is we, we live together, we, we should, die together. <laughs> yes, which you will die. Um, so that's basically. The, the, your plan B is basically your plan A. Isn't that what you do anyway? <laughs> you came you came together, you're, you're going to leave together? No, because there are a lot the, of people the, that leave before fucking, like, like production people that leave before the card even starts. Uh, I know. It's kind of weird. I just understand, like, you, you're going to have another, <laughs> you have another uh, SmackDown situation. Yep. Because it takes, like, a full day to get over there. Yeah. So now you're going to leave from there. You're going... I don't know. As far as like time, they're flying. they're going directly. Like after the match, a- after the card is over, they're going directly on a plane. There has to be such a hell of a payday for them to do this. Like yeah. it's, for, I know, I know it is. You I'm also got to figure they chartered an entire plane for the entire company to go on. I guarantee, like something's gonna happen, and they'll be like, uh, "Where's Brock? Where's where's uh, where's Heyman? I need to find their plane." <laughs> <laughs> Let's get all fifty people on this this one plane. No, that fits only I, that's like three. the contingency plan. They're trying to make sure that no, so none Lesnar, of that happens. All everybody's coming. Everybody's got to go together. Lesnar, Heyman, Vince, Hunter. So you're taking away the idea of, God forbid, if if something happens, then they're all stuck there. Whereas yeah. at least at least last time, because of the situation that you happened, you had the essential people get out. Right. And so at least you had a show with those people, and yeah. everybody else kind of got left behind, which is unfair and sucks. But at least you had somebody back. This is true. It's, it's, it's this stupid. is true. It's all stupid. I think. I, I think it. that. I think that contingency plan sucks. Yeah. And anyway, I guess we'll find out next week. Um, is there anything and until else? then? Uh, anything else I that you could think of besides you dropping your phone on the floor? That's right. I got nanotechnology on the screen. <laughs> it's got nanotechnology, and it's augmented reality on it as well. Yes. Not a scratch on it. Wow. Amazing. It's like a little liquid they put on my screen instead of a protector. Wow. They do it on the whole phone. Oh. Got an OtterBox on it, too, so, you know. I could, I could basically throw it at a wall, and it'd be like, nope, you're good. Wow. I want to see that happen right now. Do it. No. Oh, no, 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 T- no. Test that. Then you're full of shit. No. You're full of shit. Aren't we all? 
not to the point where I would say I would throw my phone against the wall, but you will. I said I could probably. But I think you should. I'm not going to. But you should test it out. Then, right. you, then you can't make that claim. All right, we're done. Because now we're just we're just talking in circles. We're talking out of You can't ass. make that claim. All right. You just, you just, you're talking out of your ass by saying you could throw that phone against the wall and not doing it. Are you really going to make me do this right now? Yeah, do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam, I can't. I, I can't deal with liars. Sons of Slam, show. Don't do it. <laughs> Talk to it. <laughs> so it's a slam show on the Twitter. I would have made a point clip. just to make it. Look, look, I threw it. <laughs> See? And now everything on my table is broken. Sons of Slam show on the Twitter, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, I'm looking forward to nothing this week in wrestling other than AEW and NXT on Wednesday. Uh, Raw. Maybe Raw. Uh, more Randy Orton. I want to see what happens in, in I, Saudi. I need Edge. Uh, you said you keep saying that too. I want to see what happens in Saudi, and every time we get disappointed. Yeah, doesn't mean I'm not going to still say it every time. <laughs> <laughs> we Duh. will talk about all this good stuff next week. Until next time, everybody. Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper Joe Black. Deuces. Get it? The Sons of Slam Podcast.